so when I was first reading the data on hydrogen, it was weird, but probably within the first week, I'm literally looking at what it did. And I thought, this looks like a guardian angel. I don't know why that jumped out at me because it selectively does all sorts of different things, but it always does something good. Hello, this is Greg, the Hydrogen Man, and I'm on the Life Stylist Podcast. Okay, my fellow brothers and sisters, you are in for a potentially life-changing episode today. This is number 438. It's called Holy Hydrogen, the most powerful healing substance on earth and how to use it featuring Greg, the Hydrogen Man. You will, of course, find show notes, links, and complete written transcripts for this one over at lukestory.com slash h2. Our guest, Greg, is truly a molecular hydrogen therapy evangelist and knows more about the health benefits of hydrogen than just about anyone I know. He's got a very popular YouTube channel devoted to all things hydrogen, of which I am a huge fan. So I am excited for this one. And I've not done a podcast about molecular hydrogen therapy since 2017. Many reasons for this, but the main one being that there is just too much conflicting information out there in terms of identifying the best at-home hydrogen devices and protocols. So when I learned about Greg's work and the specific hydrogen generator that he recommends, I knew that he was the man for this job. And after this conversation, I got to say my gut was definitely right. And here are but a few of the topics covered in this highly focused interview. The seemingly endless health benefits of hydrogen, including how it helps with dementia, Alzheimer's, cancer, and chemo, adrenal fatigue, chronic fatigue, kidney problems, and allergies, to name just a few. How it helps protect against EMF radiation, topical application for skin problems, whether or not it's safe to flush your eyes with hydrogen water, how it affects menstrual cycles and pregnancy, hydrogen water for kids and pets, the benefits of drinking hydrogen water versus inhaling hydrogen gas, why Greg and I both agree wholeheartedly that the Lourdes Hydrofix is the best hydrogen generator on the market, why Japan continues to set the gold standard in hydrogen research and technology manufacturing, and some marketing tricks to watch out for when shopping for hydrogen generators, how the Hydrofix structures the hydrogen molecules in the water it produces, very fascinating stuff right there, and Greg's thoughts on ORP or oxidation reduction potential and why it might not matter. The incredible benefits of adding supplements like minerals into hydrogen water. Why Greg thinks Brown's gas is not only a scam, but likely not very good for you. And one of my favorite parts of this conversation was the time we spent myth-busting Kangen water machines and alkaline water in general. And finally, we cover some of Greg's creative hydrogen protocols and the incredible results he's seen his clients achieve using them. I've got a premonition that by the end of this episode, you'll likely be interested in checking out what to both me and Greg is by far the most effective and frankly affordable hydrogen device on the market, the Lourdes Hydrofix by Holy Hydrogen. And you can get one for yourself by visiting lukestory.com slash holyhydrogen and using the code LUKE100 will save you $100 off. Again, that's lukestory.com slash holyhydrogen or just click this link in your show notes. Now, I've had my Hydrofix unit for about a month now, and I use it every single day as it sits here on my desk and pumps out not only hydrogen water, but also hydrogen gas all day long. Definitely a worthy investment. I'm a huge fan of this thing. Okay, let's put our thinking caps on and get ready to discover together 
what might just be the most powerful and safe health hack out there, molecular hydrogen with Greg the Hydrogen Man on the Lifestylist podcast. Greg the Hydrogen Man, what's happening, dude? <laughs> hey, brother. <laughs> I'm so excited to, to chat with you. You know, we got on the phone yesterday for a few, and I thought we'd have like a three minute check in call and ended up being about 45 minutes. And I was like, oh, man, we got to, I hope we remember all this when we actually sit down and do the recording. But uh, I'm so excited to chat with you because of your area of focus and expertise in hydrogen after having done a show dedicated to this topic back in 2017. I've been obsessed with it and kind of looking for another expert to interview as you are, as well as I've just been on the hunt for the most legitimate technology, which I think we'll, we'll get into later. And we both agree <laughs> that we've managed to do that. Um, so maybe just to kick it off, you know, I want to hear a bit of your backstory, but maybe we could start with just describe what molecular hydrogen is like you were explaining it to a five-year-old. I think ultimately it's just a gas. I mean, it's like oxygen, you know, it's like air. It's just a gas, really. That's all it really is, molecular hydrogen. Okay, well, that, that does keep it simple. And what, <laughs> and what led you to uh, actually discovering hydrogen in terms of its therapeutic use? Well, I was desperate. I, I was really sick. Uh, my life was over. I mean, I, I quickly learned that when you don't have your health, then there's pretty, I mean, what you, what good are you at that point? If you can't work, you can't be good to others. You can't do anything for others. If anything, I became a burden for people around me and it was just a soul crusher. You know, I, I couldn't walk, um, had extreme pain all over my body. I had tumors, autoimmune issues. I had a heart condition, um, on and on it goes. I was really a mess. My, uh, my immune system was also terrible. And, uh, and there were just no answers for me you know, in, in the medical field, which I was very familiar with because I worked there for so long. And um, so then I just felt like I had to find my own answers. And I kind of went on a journey looking for my own answers. But I, I'm really big on clinical data. And so, but I also use things like common sense. I use my gut instincts. And I try to put them all together and really find a path. And I stumbled upon hydrogen. Uh, just reading scientific data. And it was... I actually thought it was a scam, actually, when I first started reading about it, because I'm such a skeptic. You know, there's so much nonsense out there. I'm so sorry to say that, but I, that's what I encountered. I encountered a lot of uh, garbage out there in the world of healing. And it was very frustrating because I had to navigate what really works, what doesn't. And hydrogen sounded so good, but I just thought it was, I thought it was a scam. And I read the data for almost four years before I even decided to implement it. And I was looking at who was funding the research studies, where the research studies were actually being done. I mean, I looked, I took a huge dive into this because it looks so promising. But I also looked at other areas. It wasn't the only thing that I that I really got into, but it was one of the most challenging, difficult things because there was no information at the time that I was looking into it other than these scientific studies. But I mean, I couldn't find anything on YouTube. I couldn't find anybody talking about it. Of course, as I got deeper into this, I realized that there's different ways of making hydrogen, um, potential ways that could be harmful that are not the right way. And then that was even more difficult. Finding the scientific data was one aspect. And what became very difficult was how in the heck do you make it properly because there was virtually no data. And then I had to start looking into the science and learning about metals, and learning about direct ionization versus not ionizing water and chemicals 
that are used to make hydrogen. It was a really, it was a lot of work. <laughs> Let's put it that way. It was a lot of work. Yeah. And, uh, and so that's how it all got going. Okay. That's cool. Um, do you think that the use of hydrogen was one of the major contributing factors in reversing your uh, health challenges or was it just a combination of all the different things you were doing? Oh no, it was, it was definitely the hydrogen. Uh, the hydrogen is what changed a lot of things. I mean, I could do the healthy diets. I could do the cleanses. I could do the fasting. I could do the supplements. I could do all these things and it really wasn't making a huge difference. I mean, it was making some, but it just wasn't huge. And ultimately the hydrogen was the big one. I even put it to the test. Um, I'm not going to say who this was, but there was somebody who I personally know who didn't want to change anything in their lifestyle, but they were suffering from so many ailments from arthritis, to high blood pressure, to high cholesterol, to diabetes, different eye conditions. And this is just one of many people who I've spoken with throughout the years. And he didn't want to change anything. The only thing that he was willing to change was clean water and clean and properly made hydrogen with therapeutic amounts and obviously a proper protocol but that was it pretty much just hydrogen was his big thing and just doing that resolved all the issues that he had and i was actually shocked i was shocked because i really thought that he was going to have to make other changes that he didn't and it still worked and that's when i really saw okay this stuff's for real this stuff can do it even even in the midst of not changing other things i do personally think you'd get faster results if you were to do uh, implement other changes, but just on its own, it's a very, very powerful tool if done properly. And if done incorrectly, you know, be careful. I've, I've seen too many terrible things if you do it wrong. Yeah, I'm definitely going to want to get into that with you. Um, now, I know, you know, you've thus far just spoken about your own experience and it's anecdotal. And um, like I'm sure you were about to say before we get into some of the the hydrogen benefits, we're not giving medical advice here. Like, you know, we're two people that are on a journey of healing. I've overcome tremendous difficulties physically and in many other ways um, by finding things like hydrogen and just all these discoveries. But there is, as you were alluding to, such a vast body of research, of data as related to molecular hydrogen for so many different conditions that it almost seems impossible. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like yeah. you start looking at the benefits of this and you're like, what does this not do? And to me, that's it's it's challenging because it, it's something that very few people have heard of, yet it's good for so many things. It's kind of like methylene blue. I find that to be something that's just incredibly useful for so many different things, yet and it has tons of research behind it, yet very few people know about it. You know, it's just, it's it's a strange category that hydrogen finds itself in. So it's obvious that we, we're not going to make any medical claims here, but we can allude to the data. And this molecule, this this amazing thing called molecular hydrogen has such a rich history of helping people with so many different things. And a couple of them that are most interesting to me are in the realm of um, Alzheimer's and dementia and just brain issues, TBIs and things like that. What have you found in regard to any of uh, brain-related injuries or ailments as it pertains to using hydrogen to fix them? Right. Obviously, I'll, I will start by saying, as you already know, I'm not giving medical advice and I'm not making medical claims. I do want to put that out there too. Um, but basically, one of the biggest things that I've seen in regards to dementia, Alzheimer's. And I do uh, do think it, this could be something really, really great in the world of traumatic brain injury, as you were bringing up um, everything that's going on with the NFL and everything. 
um, at this time. And I'm actually going to try to work with a medical center that does research on it because I feel pretty confident that it's going to do some really good stuff in that regard. Um, but yeah, one of the most recent, I actually put a video out, I believe it was two or three weeks ago, I don't remember. And it was a, a woman, she had gotten uh, the hydrogen that I personally, you know, use, and she followed my protocol. And she sent me an email and pictures of her mother, the results were absolutely off the charts. Uh, this woman couldn't speak, she would slur her words really bad. Uh, she couldn't even grab a spoon and feed herself. Um, she couldn't stand up and really walk. She could only stand up for a few seconds and, and would sit down. Um, just wasn't doing very good in, in many ways, and obviously not recognizing her daughter and things of that nature. And she got on the hydrogen, and it was like night and day. Her daughter's like, she can get up and walk for hours now. She can speak better. She can feed herself. And she actually contacted me and said, is this even normal? Because she wasn't even expecting those type of results. And I do think this is going to be a huge game changer, as I recently saw some new medicines that they want to use for Alzheimer's and dementia. And in my opinion, hydrogen will work better than these crazy expensive uh, medications. So, and it does, you know, like you pointed out earlier, hydrogen has been shown to be so effective for so many things. And you weren't the only one who had that question. A lot of the scientists were wondering, how is it possible that this one thing can have such a profound effect? They literally had a list of all the different medications that you'd have to take for all these different medical ailments. And then they had a list next to that of all the medicines they'd have to take for the side effects of all the medicines that they were taking. And they even did some studies where they actually used hydrogen and comparing them to the pharmaceuticals only to find out that not only the hydrogen would work better, but without any negative side effects. I mean, it had side effects, but they're usually things like anti-aging and things of that nature. <laughs> <laughs> better looking skin. <laughs> yeah, that, That's classic, man. Um, yeah, and I want to point people too to your YouTube, which I've been scouring for the past couple of weeks and just doing a lot of your how-to videos and product comparisons and stuff like that. And I did see... Uh, a moment of that testimonial, I think, that you just described. But we'll lead people there, and I'll put it in the show notes. But uh, your YouTube, for those listening, is Uprising144K, Uprising144K. But we'll link to it. But, I mean, I I could basically just have like done an edit of all your YouTube videos and made that into a podcast. Because <laughs> everything <laughs> I want to ask you, you pretty much answer on that page. So if people you know want to go um, deeper with some of the things that we're going to touch on here today, I highly encourage them to go there. Um, you were mentioning to me, uh, or I forget if it was on your channel or in our phone call about, um, hydrogen being used in the context of cancer treatment, but to help alleviate the symptoms of chemotherapy. Do I have that right? Yeah, it's actually unbelievable. Um, at first I saw that in Japan, they were noticing a correlation while they were using chemo with the hydrogen. What they ultimately found out is one. Uh, people were having way less side effects. So that was really, really helpful. You get a lot of terrible, not only negative symptoms, but damage from the chemo that you will live with even if you survive. And it seemed to be preventing a lot of that also. And then they found that they were having to give less treatments of the chemo also because the cancer would go away so fast. And I actually know somebody, I mean, I know numerous people now throughout the years, but one of the first people was someone who was terminal this this was a woman with really bad breast cancer that had spread and the doctors gave her like four to six months or something and they did the chemo but she used specifically again my protocol and the same equipment that i recommend and she used that with the chemo and it worked so good the doctors were absolutely blown away and she's still alive to this day and it was 
five, six years ago, and she was only supposed to have so many months. And then more recently, I'm working with someone who actually has colon cancer. Same thing, you know, terminal. And even with treatment, they don't give them much time, you know, maybe like a year, maybe two if they're lucky. And recently, now I have a full protocol that I, you know, recommend, but just recently that person got scans and it is showing the tumors, they're shrinking and not by a little, but like a lot. And, uh, and this is cancer that had spread to the liver, the lungs, the lymphatic system, and obviously it's in the colon. So that's a very, very positive sign too. And, and you know, these results are blowing my mind because I've also dealt with people who've had issues that are deemed incurable, uh, things like kidney disease. Uh, one of my own brothers was was suffering from that. And he called me one day and he's like, hey, um, I'm about to get on dialysis. And I was like, what? I had no idea that he was suffering from anything. And um, and he asked me for help. And of course, I spent time with him and, and helped him. And we were able to reverse his kidney disease dramatically. And I've worked with people with macular degeneration, another one that's deemed incurable, and have actually completely reversed that too, uh, with a woman. And it just goes on and on. Um, and I'm shocked to be really, you know, frank with you. I'm shocked that my protocols are working so good because I was never a health guru. I was never interested in, in all this health stuff. I never pursued any of it, but I do have this kind of a weird personality where when I want something, it can't just be in my brain. It's got to be in my heart. And if it's in my heart, nothing's going to stop me. That's just the way that I am. And I'm, I'm like very passionate, almost like obsessive um, when I have to be. And usually my passion went other directions. It was never in the world of health until I got sick and I was dying and I had no choice. I felt like I had to change my heart. And I was like, dude, you better get interested and you better get interested quick because if you're going to find this out and, and I had to, I, ha I, I had no choice. And then that's when I really began to be big on, you know, trying to figure out how to heal the body. And I went through a lot, you know, trying to figure it out. And I, and I, you know, it's embarrassing to share this, but I am, I know I'm emotionally scarred by for everything that I've been through. Um, it's been a really, really rough road and a really difficult path, but the light at the end of the tunnel, I mean, I feel obviously fantastic now and I couldn't be more grateful. And the way the things that I've learned, it's, it's time to share them. I mean, one of the things I did at my low point was I did make a prayer, a very, you know, a very powerful prayer. I still remember the whole scene as if it were yesterday. And, and I was asking for guidance and help to help show me the way of how to heal this body. And, uh, and my prayers were answered and, and things began to change. And, and it, began, it began to be a very spiritual path more than I expected. I didn't expect it to be a spiritual path. I just wanted data and, and tell me how to heal myself already. So yeah, it hasn't been easy, but um, I think the positive part is what I'm discovering. And the fact that it's helping others is what means everything to me. Um, being able to have to pull somebody out of suffering or you know, when they're going through what they're going through, when you feel that there's no help and no hope, um, me being able to offer a helping hand is one of the greatest gifts I feel that, um, that I have to offer. And it was all, you know, the, the, seed, the seed or the root of it was my own suffering. Um, but the fact that it, that, that it can pull others and help others is, um, I'm very grateful for that too. Yeah, I, I totally relate to, to your story and, and what motivates you. It's the reason that I do this podcast too. It's, it's just, it's kind of like, uh, you know, we all have our battles, right? And I look at it like, and not to minimize actual veterans of war here, but just to use it as an analogy, because 
you know, I honor that level of um, dedication and sacrifice more so than the things I've gone through in my life. But relatively speaking, it's sort of like you get caught behind enemy lines, right? You're sick, whether it's mental, spiritual, physical, emotional, whatever way you're dysfunctional and ill. And somehow a guide comes and gives you a map or there's a prayer that's answered, right? And then you find your way out of that jungle or out of the, out of the woods, right? And, and you get out and you get back to living your life. Um, for me, there's always this sense of, oh man, there's still some soldiers left behind. You know, there's still some people that are, that are back where I was that can't find their way up and out of that, um, whether it's addictions or, you know, any kind of illness, as I said. And I don't know, I think it's just part of most human nature that if we find solutions to something where, wherein we really uh, suffered, that we're just compelled to help spread the news. It's just like, I, there's no way I could stop doing what I'm doing, even if it wasn't my career, which it's randomly kind of become a career. Um, I think I would still be compelled to do what I'm doing in some capacity because it's just, once you've really been down and out and you find solutions that work, it's so fun to share them with people and to see to see them have their own results. I mean, what what's better than that, right? To be able to actually just with sometimes very little effort, just share some nuggets of information with people and see their lives turn around. It's incredibly um, motivating. So I, I relate to that part of your story uh, immensely. You know, and I, and I figured out that, you know, I really do believe we have a body, you know, the flesh, uh, the Buddhists call it the ego, and we have the spirit. And I've definitely learned how to feed the body. But the spirit, I think sometimes we forget that it needs to be fed too. And I don't even think people even ask that question, but that did come to me in a meditation, which I do a lot where I, where I get, actually get a lot of my inspiration and my guidance. And one of the things that always came up is how do you feed the spirit? And boy, I meditated on that so long and I realized it's when we do things for others. That's what fills my spirit with joy. That's what feeds it is, you know, being compassionate, loving and caring for others. And so I don't see any other way, you know, to live life. And, you know, all my videos are free on YouTube. Um, I don't even have a website. It's, it's too expensive. And I give most of my stuff away for free, really. Um, so, you know, it's, it's all out there <laughs> for, every, for everybody to get. And, and, I'm not a, and I'm not a techie guy either. So I don't even know how to do any yeah. of this fancy stuff or website stuff. I don't know how to do any of it. I, 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 nor do I, my friend, thank God there are people who are willing to take money to do it for me. Um, something I find really interesting about, uh, hydrogen is that it is not only an incredibly powerful antioxidant, but that it is a selective antioxidant, meaning that it kind of picks and chooses where it wants to do its work in terms of scavenging free radicals and things like that. And specifically what I find interesting about that phenomenon is how that relates to the oxidative stress of EMF, which is something I'm constantly talking about ad nauseum, um, just due to my personal experience with it in the past and really struggling as someone who's very sensitive to the energetics of that. Uh, what do you know about the, I guess, two-part question? Part one is the antioxidant element and then how that pertains to uh, protecting oneself from EMF. Well, unless you've been living under a rock for the past few years, you've probably heard about the practice of cold therapy or ice baths by now. And many of you have probably tried it and felt its incredible benefits. I started doing cold immersion back in the day at Korean spas and Russian banyas in LA, then eventually found a few ways to do it at home. To me, it's just a non-negotiable. I got to have my ice every day. There's just no natural high like getting really cold on purpose. And at this point, even the mainstream scientific research has proven how awesome it is. 
In fact, studies have shown that cold immersion helps alleviate depression and anxiety, accelerates recovery and performance. It's great for pain management and reducing inflammation. Plus, it improves mood and brain function, which is probably what I most appreciate. Now, over the past couple of years, I've seen a lot of brands emerge in this category. Some great, some not so much. But what most of them share is that they are unfortunately financially out of reach for many people. So when I started seeing this brand called the Ice Barrel show up on the scene, I was intrigued. So I did some digging and I got to say, I'm impressed. Turns out these guys have made an awesome and affordable ice bath. It's also compact, lightweight, and portable, which makes it great for folks with limited space. And the good news is for you that I worked with Ice Barrel to get y'all $125 off so you can try it yourself. Just go to icebarrel.com slash Luke and use the code Luke. Plus, you can pay as low as $90 a month for your ice barrel with Klarna financing. So this one's a no-brainer. They even offer a 30-day money-back guarantee. Again, that's icebarrel.com slash Luke and use the code Luke to get $125 off. And heads up, I also threw that link and code in the show notes as well. Yeah, this is actually a real easy one. So when I was first reading the data on hydrogen, it was weird, but probably within the first week, I'm literally looking at what it did. And I thought, this looks like a guardian angel. I don't know why that jumped out at me because it selectively does all sorts of different things, but it always does something good. It's always doing something good for the body and, and whatever it is that it's trying to do. And, and it's not only selective in nature, the size of hydrogen is what makes it powerful because it can penetrate anything. I mean, I've, it's weird. I've even found scriptural verses where they're literally talking about hydrogen and nobody's ever noticed them. I'm probably the first person to ever notice them. And it talks about how it can penetrate even into the bone marrow. I mean, there's no place that it can penetrate and obviously work on the oxidative stress, the free radical damage, um, all this type of stuff. And when it comes to EMF, this was the reason that I thought it looked a lot like a guardian angel because it's so protective for the body. My videos are numbered on YouTube and one of them is number eight. It's a really great video because it shows cells being exposed to radiation without hydrogen and you get 90% cellular destruction. It was really bad. And then you had the exact same thing, except this time they had hydrogen and you would only get 10% cellular damage, which is night and day, 10% you can walk away from 90%. Um, it's killing you. And so I quickly realized hydrogen's so protective. That's only one of numerous examples. Hydrogen, if I could give you another example, have you ever heard of something called cisplatin? Uh-uh. Okay, cisplatin is an anti-tumor drug. It's a cancer drug. Oh, okay. One of the reasons that doctors rarely use it is because it causes so much damage to the kidneys that you most likely will end up needing a kidney transplant if you use this drug. Well, they did a study with hydrogen with cisplatin, and it was protecting the kidneys so much that you most likely could walk away with your original kidneys and be able to use such a medicine that they normally try not to use. It begins to open up the door for many possibilities, but it's so powerful. And in my opinion, the EMF, it, I'm, I don't even worry about it anymore because I just use hydrogen and it's so protective. I don't need to worry about it anymore. And I know that it's protecting me from so many things in my environment because I know that we have a lot of toxicity in our environment in general. So very, very powerful stuff. Cool. We'll link to that video number eight in the show notes too, uh, because my audience is going to be really interested um, in anything having to do with EMF protection <laughs> and, and also things that you can just do internally, like hydrogen. I'm always recommending magnesium because you have this issue with 
um, opening up your cells to the influx of calcium when you're exposed to RF fields. And so um, using a lot of magnesium is a way that you can also buffer the balance of that calcium getting into the cells and then the hydrogen. I think those two to me would be the most powerful internal things that one can um, use in terms of uh, the EMF radiation. The next would be just wrapping yourself in tinfoil hat, you know, <laughs> which I basically do when I travel. Um, what what about, uh, you mentioned, um, uh, what's that macular degeneration? Is that the word? Yes. Yeah, um, macular. Yep. Okay. That's, that's the one. Um, have you heard of anyone using like hydrogen water in their eyes, like to, to treat eye issues? Absolutely. So this is one of the other protocols that I have. I have so many, but one, you really, if you're going to do that, you want absolutely without a shadow of a doubt, the cleanest water possible. You do not want to use tap water for this one. You do not want to use refrigerator water that comes through a little carbon filter. We're talking extremely clean water. I just want to warn everybody out there so they don't try to do this the wrong way. And I hope that they're really paying attention because some people think, oh no, my water's clean enough. It's RO. RO is still not clean enough. It needs to be carbon distilled. It's the only way. And then you get that extremely clean water. And then you put it into the, a proper piece of equipment. Again, I can't emphasize how important the equipment is for hydrogen because of the toxicity. For example, if you use lye to make hydrogen, don't ever do this, please. <laughs> um, it would be so bad. And, um, and a lot of cheap Chinese products. But if you do it right, you can take fully saturated hydrogen water and you can literally put drops in your eyes. And there have been studies on that for actually glaucoma. And glaucoma was one of the ones that I actually saw my own father. Uh, he had glaucoma issues for like 30 years or more. And not only was I shocked at the results that ended up happening for him, his doctors were so shocked, they didn't even believe their own results. They had to retest them multiple times. because they <laughs> Seriously, they, they oh, were just man. like, they, they, they were like, this is just not possible. We know that you have glaucoma. You've been coming here for years. And we're showing that you're not even testing positive for this. And we know that something's wrong. And I think after testing them three or four times, they just threw their hands up and said, you know what? This is too weird. We're going to send you to. <laughs> I love that. Those are some yeah. of my favorite stories. And, and God bless medical professionals and, and doctors. I know there are many brilliant and well-intentioned um, doctors out there. So I don't want to clown on them, but. I just find it so empowering when people find solutions themselves, especially when you go into the doctor who wanted to give you a prescription or a surgery, not because they're a bad person, but because that's the way the medical system has established itself and continues to sort of devolve in that direction, um, apart from functional medicine and people outside of the mainstream. But I find those stories so awesome when someone goes in and the doctors are just like scratching their head and they, they can't figure out how you actually healed yourself, Right. It's sort of, you know, there's so many are ignorant of the fact that the blueprint for perfect divine health is present in every human body. It's just a matter of finding the right inputs, you know, and sometimes um, it, what seems like a miracle is just basically common sense, <laughs> you know, which is, you know, like putting hydrogen water in your eyes. If it's the right kind, of course, which we'll get into. Uh, but that that brings to mind my dad because he's had glaucoma for a long time. I'm always sending him stuff. It's probably overwhelming, but I'm going to be like, Hey, you should get the, the Hydrofix, you know, machine dad and start putting it in your eyes. Um, what about that actually? Oh, go, go oh, ahead. I'm sorry. I was just gonna say that actually reminds me of a story of a doctor who contacted me and she saw one of my videos. I think it was video 68, if I remember correctly, but it was a live blood analysis from a lab in Japan. 
And it was using the Hydrofix, you know, the exact same piece of equipment so you could compare apples to apples. And uh, the results were so dramatic on the live blood analysis, this doctor contacted me and said, what you're showing there can't possibly be real. Um, she goes, how do you know it was real? And I'm like, well, it's, it's a trustworthy source. And uh, she said, I still don't believe it because it's literally impossible. Um, and she said, I'll tell you what I'm willing to do if you're willing to do this. She said, I'm going to get the same piece of equipment. I'm going to take it to a lab of my choosing. I'm going to perform the exact same study and I'm going to record the results. And if they're not the same, are you willing to do a video and tell your audience that, you know, the information you were showing wasn't right? And I said, of course, I'm, I'm so about the truth. I'm like, if I'm being duped, I want to know. So she did all this stuff and the results came back exactly the same. She was blown away. And then she started giving it to her mother. And that's where things got interesting because her mother was in her 90s. She could barely stand up and walk for more than maybe five minutes. And she was absolutely exhausted. She's really old. And her mother being a doctor, but also open up to natural, like naturopathic things. She was always bringing different like chaga mushrooms and always trying some different supplement. It was always something. And uh, one time she started bringing the hydrogen water and she started get, you know, following a protocol for her mother and her mother started feeling like so ridiculously good within two or three weeks, she could walk about two hours where before it was maybe five minutes. And I guess uh, she told me that her mother told her, she said, you know, you've brought a lot of things throughout the years. And I just want to tell you that whatever this one is, this is the one. And she said, I want to know what it is. She said, it just looks like water to me. What the hell are you bringing me? <laughs> she was so blown away by it. And ever since then, she's been a huge proponent of hydrogen and definitely, you know, believes in it. That's very cool. Yeah, I think that's that's one of the things that has always drawn me toward hydrogen is that, I mean, unless you're inhaling the gas and we can talk about that, but the fact that it's usually delivered in water and I'm just such a fanatic of water. And I think you share that same passion. Um, I'm just endlessly fascinated, but something that's really cool about this is the, um, the compliance for someone to actually use this as a supplement is super easy because literally all you do is just drink a certain amount of water per day. I mean, unless you're doing a protocol with the inhalation, but to just get someone to drink pure clean water that has the proper amount of hydrogen in it, um, is not that big of an ask versus asking someone to change their whole diet or take 40 supplement pills a day or get IVs or, you know, all the other kind of crazy stuff that you can do and that we talk about on the show. I think just drinking water that is this really potent antioxidant and God knows what else the hydrogen does um, is a pretty easy buy-in, especially if somebody is seeing results. You know, it's just especially yeah. for someone who's a bit older and, you know, can't keep track of like taking a bunch of pills and making all kinds of crazy chaga mushroom tinctures and all the other things you can do. Yeah. It's like, here, I'll make you this water, just drink this water X amount of liters per day or whatever it is. It, it's pretty cool. Um, what about uh, topical applications? Um, I know there's a company, I think, that sent me a little spray bottle that makes hydrogen mist water that you spray on your face. Um, is there any way to use it? on your skin for things like acne or eczema or anything like that that you've come across in your research? I mean, you can put the water on topically, but I haven't seen much data other than putting your whole body in like a tub of hydrogen water. But to be really honest, that's just not very realistic. Um, people don't seem to have an understanding. I've looked at some of that equipment in the past. It was very expensive, but there's just no way that it could saturate an entire tub. I mean, we're talking about a massive amount of water and the amount of water, the amount of hydrogen you need to produce 
in order to saturate it into water is like, I can't even give you a number. It might be like a hundred times or more because so much of the hydrogen is escaping as you're dissolving it into the water. So I've seen a lot of equipment out there, but it's all just a waste of money. If you really want to get into like the real nitty gritty, heavy duty stuff that can fully saturate a tub with like actual good hydrogen, you would need some heavy duty equipment, though I do know something about it. Um, if I remember correctly, it would be at least in the neighborhood of about $100,000. And uh, that would be the real deal. Um, I spent money, unfortunately, on $6,000 devices and $7,000 devices, and uh, they're not nearly good enough. And I found already that I can already achieve the things that I'm looking to achieve through a combination of the water and the hydrogen gas inhalation and uh, clearing up skin issues also. So I, I never saw a need for it being used topically, but I've never seen it actually do much. Got it. Okay, cool. Um, then what about... Uh... I think you mentioned somewhere on your on your YouTube channel um, in regard to uh, menstrual cycle regulation, pregnancy. Um, to me, again, you know, the hydrogen is one of those things. It's just like, what does it not do? It sounds like too good to be true. But uh, what have you come across in terms of you know women wanting to get pregnant, who are pregnant, breastfeeding, the whole reproductive cycle, as it were. Uh, lots of information. One, they already use hydrogen in Japan uh, to help both men and women be more fertile. To me, it only makes sense because it has an anti-aging effect, right? So that's one really positive thing. As far as women who are pregnant, women who are pregnant suffer from a lot of free radical damage in their body. I mean, you literally have a baby that's taking up all this energy. And then of course, they're peeing and pooping inside of you. And there's just a lot, you know, they get preeclampsia and they, they have all these different issues during pregnancy. And what I've seen is actually those issues either being minimized or going away. And also, uh, there was a particular woman who was following my protocol. And again, be really cautious when you're pregnant um, using the right type of hydrogen. I would hate anything terrible to happen to people from doing it the wrong way. But she said that she's had three kids, two with no hydrogen, one with hydrogen. The one with hydrogen is actually the youngest one and clearly appears to be more healthy. She's making way more breast milk. And, you know, there's, there's clear night and day differences. And I, I do think absolutely it's going to be the future in regards to understanding how to have healthy babies. And it's going to be a big impact, in my opinion, on breastfeeding also. Cool, cool. Yeah, I had a feeling there was something in there. Um, you've mentioned Japan a couple of times, and, and we'll get into the Lourdes Hydrofix device that you and I both have seemed to discover to be the best one, um, even though you're, you know, you're not affiliated with that company in any official way. Um, but as I've researched the hydrogen devices over the years, and, and I definitely want to get into you with how to vet them and which ones are worth the money and which ones aren't, et cetera. But in all the research, it all seems to come from Japan. And it's so interesting. Not only are the best technologies coming out of Japan, but it seems like the history of use and the fact that, from what I understand, um, hydrogen generating devices are used in hospitals there. I've heard that they're also used um, in ambulances, sometimes in lieu of giving a patient oxygen. They'll actually have them inhale hydrogen. Why do, is, is any of that true, according to your research? And why do you think Japan specifically seem to be the only ones that are like getting this right and really applying this in a medical, traditionally medical setting? You know, I do want to answer your question, but I do want to clarify one thing that you said. Yeah. You said that I'm not an affiliate with the company. I did become an affiliate with them recently. 
And so I just wanted to point that out. And I, I didn't become an affiliate, you know, just to like make money. I could I could choose any hydrogen device, to be really honest, um, yeah. to be affiliated with. I just want to be transparent with everybody. I appreciate that. Uh, you know, I... <laughs> what I meant was, um, because you and I have agreed on this particular product as being the best one mm-hmm. based on your research. Yes. And my re- I meant you're not like, you don't own the company. I have a lot of people oh, come I on see. the show and I'm very proud to have them on if they've created something cool. But I also let people know like, yeah, the owner of the company or the CEO, the inventor or whatever is coming on to talk about their thing. And it's totally fine. I do it all the time. <laughs> um, but when it comes to this, you're not like you didn't invent this machine is kind of what I'm saying. So, but thank you. But yeah, but thank you for your, your integrity there. I appreciate that as does the audience. Uh, but back to Japan, like how is yeah. it used there? Why are they the only ones that seem to be figuring this thing out? You know, the Japanese are just so detail-oriented, you know, and one of the ways that this whole hydrogen thing was actually discovered was because of a place called Lourdes, France, or some people pronounce it Lourdes, France. I don't know if you've heard of it, the healing waters of Lourdes. And literally that water had been studied by scientists. They knew that it was having a dramatic effect on people's health because they were able to measure it. And all these people were studying that water and nobody could figure it out. In fact, they all gave up. They're like, there's nothing magical about this water. It's just H2O. I think their biggest mistake was if you take that water and you send it to a lab, by the time it gets to the lab, there's no more hydrogen in it (laughs) because it's left. So what are you going to detect? Also, because hydrogen is very hard to detect, but leave it to the Japanese. They're so detail-oriented about the little things. They're the ones who discovered ultimately there was hydrogen in that water. And then they started doing studies on it, obviously. And it first started with animals. They clearly saw amazing results. Now in Japan, it's interesting because it's a lot like it's a lot like other governments that are corrupt. They the government tried to kill hydrogen in Japan. I don't know if you're aware of this, but they no. they tried to oh yeah they tried to stop it. Um, they came out publicly, said some negative things about it. It made all the hydrogen like uh, hype go down dramatically. And a lot of these sti- scientists, and really thank God for these people with integrity who wanted to do the right thing, but these people pushed persevered even in the face of it being difficult of getting funding and they proved beyond the shadow of a doubt that hydrogen was the real deal and that it really was able to do the things that it does and by doing that it ended up becoming medically approved so it is medic officially and medically approved uh, for people with heart attacks people with strokes and then of course there's still research going on for example like you said dementia the alzheimer's and there's so much other stuff. I mean, I actually took it another step further because I've been using it on so many things and seeing pretty ridiculous results and even creating uh, protocols that nobody had ever created, which now the whole industry is trying to copy. Everybody's trying to copy what I created because it works the best. I mean, that, that's really why. And uh, so, the, you know, again, thank God for the Japanese for really figuring this out. If it wasn't for them, we really would be in a bad position. I don't think we'd know about this if it wasn't for them. Yeah, well, kudos to the Japanese for that one, for sure. Because um, like I said, when you start looking around uh, to you know, purchase the technology, as we're going to talk about, most of the stuff out there just sucks. Um, and I've noticed also that many of these brands that are producing products related to hydrogen will do things like claim it's made in Japan, but then if you look closer, like some of the parts you know, might've been from Japan, but it's like assembled somewhere else or the parts are from China, but it's assembled in Japan. I don't know. There's a lot of weird stuff going on in terms of like people trying to copy the Japanese and the way that they do things. And 
It doesn't I got a whole like... story about that. <laughs> <laughs> go go ahead. Yeah. If you if, if I mean if you really want to hear it, but yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, they were. What I found out is there's this there's this dirty little trick that is being used a lot, which basically they will ship parts to Japan and then they will put them together in Japan and they can legally claim, hey, made in Japan. But as you said, all the parts are Chinese. And a really beautiful story um, in regards to the machine that I like, uh, the guy, one of the guys who was in charge of creating it, he was actually doing it because of his daughter. His daughter has ALS, Lou Gehrig's disease. Uh, they were telling him that he, his daughter would be lucky to make it to the age of five years old. And so here you got a guy who loves his daughter and, and he doesn't want her to die. And he saw the data on hydrogen, but we just didn't have a very high quality hydrogen that you could get at home. I mean, you literally would need a lab to get really high quality stuff. And he set out to make the best hydrogen home device, you know, the best hydrogen home device uh, in the world. And when he did that, one of the beautiful things about Japan that's very different from other countries is there's other big industries that are willing to work with you to help you. So a lot of people don't know that Yamaha was involved in, in the creation of this HydroFix. Um, engineers even from Toyota were involved. Uh, engineers from G-Shock were involved. And there was some metal company that literally, when they saw what this company was requesting, they actually told them apparently, this is impossible. You're, what you're requesting is just too much and, and we can't achieve it. And it was about a year to year and a half later is my understanding that that company came back to them and said, we think we can do it now. And so they developed something that is completely patented. Nobody in the world can do it. It's just way too difficult. Uh, but they created a special metal for the device. As metal is crucially important to making hydrogen. A lot of companies use just cheap crap, you know, like uh, uh, stainless steel that's a very low quality, um, plated metals. I mean, they're just not the right way to do it. And this guy wanted to go all out. And he's the device ended up being so beyond anybody's expectations that and it works so good his daughter is currently i believe like 11 or 12 years old now so she's been doing just amazing she's already doubled her life expectancy and that's been such a such a i i just feel so grateful that some guy put this level of effort grateful that all these engineers from other industries were willing to help and what they've created to be able to not make not just make like top grade hydrogen, I mean, really clean, really safe, done the right way, following all the science, and they made it super affordable. I mean, it, I mean, it's like it's not thirty thousand dollars, you know. Yeah. Um, so it's yeah. been really amazing. I, I appreciate that too. So speaking of the the lords of the lordes, uh, Hydrofix. When I was researching devices like this some years ago. Um, most of them were upwards of like five grand, you know, five to seven thousand um, dollars. There was one company, and this is kind of when I got actually derailed from the whole hydrogen thing. I'm just like, it's just too confusing to like wade through the bullshit. But there was a company, <laughs> I don't know if you remember, there was a company a couple of years ago, this a few years ago now called Trucy. And, I knew uh, every, yeah, I, I know exactly who they were. They asked me to be part of their thing. They I, do. I know about them, yes. Okay, so <laughs> for those listening, you know, I don't want to rehash like a negative story, but basically there was this company that made a device that, like the Hydrofix, made the hydrogen water and the hydrogen gas in one device. And it looked, it looked super cool. I personally just didn't, the vibe with them was off to me, thankfully. I followed my intuition and the way that they had their kind of affiliate program set up and how they were working with influencers, um, even though I can't stand that term. I guess that's part of what I am in the world, and I guess you are too. Anyway, it just kind of reeked. Something was off about it. And then after some months, 
some of my peers actually had to come out and and sort of uh, you know excommunicate themselves from the brand and issue formal apologies because essentially this company had scammed a bunch of people out of money. Now, whether or not their device actually worked and was a high quality device, I don't know. I just know their business practices were ultimately actually criminal, not even just fraudulent, but they defrauded people out of money. It was this whole fiasco. So at that point, I was just like, I'm done. Like, I can't, doing research on this particular topic is so difficult. And that's why I was really excited to to hear your take on this and, and that we both seem to have arrived at the same conclusion. Um, and for something, I think this device is like 24, 2500 bucks or something. Is that uh, what? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So when this one... When this one came to my awareness, um, in terms of like something that's going to last you a few years, I thought it was a pretty sound investment. And to me, it was way cheaper than like on my desk here, I have the Vital Reaction um, inhaler that doesn't make water. And I saw you did a video on it. And I was like, oh, please don't say this thing is totally <laughs> fake and sucks. But they're like, fi- they're like, they're like five to $7,000, you know? And I think if I remember it right in the video, you're like, yeah, it, it makes hydrogen and there's also oxygen in it and it's fine. But in terms of like the value and, you know, God bless those guys, at least I've had this machine for probably five years. I've used it almost every day. It's never stopped working. I mean, it's, it's a really high quality device. So to their credit, it's not a piece of crap in terms of its durability and the longevity of use. Um, but versus, you know, 24, 2500 bucks where you can actually make the water and inhale it in one device to me is pretty badass. So maybe we could well, talk let's, about, let's break down kind of um, the inhalation and the water. Maybe that would be a good place to start because that's going to help us sort of dissect the different options available for people and which things work and which don't and which are potentially actually harmful for you. Let's take a moment to do a little mental evaluation, shall we? How sharp do you feel on a daily basis? Do you struggle with brain fog or have difficulty focusing? Is it hard to recall names, dates, or where you left stuff? If so, I have some really good news for you. Newtopia, which is powered by optimizers, has created a new one-of-a-kind product called Collagenius. This stuff is rad. It combines collagen, protein, and cacao with four different medicinal mushrooms, lion's mane, reishi, cordyceps, and chaga. I personally take this stuff every morning. It tastes amazing in my protein smoothie, sort of like a chocolate milkshake. Or some days I'll just add a scoop to my coffee for a powerful brain-boosting mocha. It is awesome. But more important than the great taste, my friends, is that Collagenius legit fights brain fog, helps repair your brain, improves your ability to focus, and boosts something called BDNF, which supports improved learning and memory power. If you want to max out your mental performance and mood, this is a no-brainer, pun intended, of course. For an exclusive offer for you Lifestylist listeners, go to newtopia.com slash lukegenius and use the promo code LUKE10 during checkout to save 10% and get free chicken. For an exclusive offer for you Lifestylist listeners, go to newtopia.com slash LUKEGENIUS and use the promo code LUKE10 during checkout to save 10% and get free shipping. Again, your link is newtopia, that's N-O-O-T-O-P-I-A, newtopia.com slash LUKEGENIUS and the promo code is LUKE10. And you can also click this link in the show notes on most podcast player apps.
Yeah, that's actually really important because, again, this is why scientific data is important because everybody thought the hydrogen gas inhalation was it. They're like, this is what we need to do. You're going to get a lot of hydrogen in you. That's why they developed that device that you're actually talking about. I believe that one actually is a Japanese device, if I recall correctly. Uh, you know, not a Chinese or Korean or Taiwan or whatever device. It's, it, it's a good one. But that the reason that that ended up not really being the best device, yeah, they're expensive, but they don't make the water. And ultimately, they discovered through a lot of scientific scrutiny that the water actually works better than the gas. And, and no scientist could seem to wrap their mind around that. It just didn't make any sense. Me personally, I think I actually know why, but nobody in the world knows why. And so it took a lot of meditation and, and deep dive into trying to figure out why the water is so beneficial. But upon the deep dive, it actually caused me to figure out how to create even a better protocol. And the specific protocols where I use the water with the gas in a specific way. And that just took things to a whole other level. And so, in my opinion, if you really, really want true healing from hydrogen, you want both. You want the water and the gas. You don't want just one or the other. And if you had to choose just one, hands down, you choose the water. You don't choose the gas first. The gas is second. Um, the only thing that the gas is really, really good for is actually kind of emergencies. So, like, as you were asking earlier about, is there really hydrogen in an ambulance in Japan? The answer is yes. Uh, what they do is they actually use it for strokes. So one of the things that happens is if you have a stroke and you're not getting proper blood supply, for example, to a part of your brain, you only have so many minutes before that area begins to die. And that's a big problem because that's when the half of the body, the face will droop or you can't move properly. Well, what they discovered is that they immediately put you on the hydrogen gas. The gas will go straight to the brain and it will literally go to that part of the brain and keep it alive, even if there's no blood there. Hydrogen is the source of all life. I mean, this is why it brings healing, in my opinion. And so then once you make it to the hospital and they are able to restore blood flow to that part of the brain, people make a full recovery. So they literally have like over 99% of people making full recoveries um, with these methods and techniques, which is huge. This is very important. And that's one of the ways that they use the gas, but that's more of an emergency because it gets in your body right away and that kind of stuff. But if you're going to do it for like regular use as far as trying to stay healthy like you just have a you know a routine the water clearly you know is better and so but again the combination is where it's really at and what's ideal i have the hydrofix right here because i keep it on my desk um to ensure to ensure that i'm going to be drinking i want to make sure that i'm drinking this water all day mm -hmm. long and this is something that i thought was really interesting because i've always been a little suspect of um, these devices that make hydrogen gas through the electrolysis, wherein there's actual metal. And you talked about the, how these metals are often inferior amalgams with nickel and all kinds of weird crap in them, where you're actually electrocuting the water and the water you're drinking is touching the metal. And to me, this is, I don't know, it just always been a problem. Now, I still use the little portable generators if I'm on an airplane and, you know, they're, they're good for travel and you might disagree and maybe persuade me not to do so. But um, that's one thing about this that I thought was really cool. And the way they did this technology is, is that, you know, the metal is, as you said, it's a special metal they use, but it's not even touching the water that you drink. So maybe explain what makes this particular device unique and superior to some of the other ones um, that you've covered on your channel, for example. 
You know, they were just so brilliant in this design. I mean, it really, really was a brilliant design. I mean, it kind of makes me think of like Teslas. You know, the Teslas are such a good design and you got a car that can go faster than a $5 million Bugatti and it's, you know, 100,000 bucks or whatever. And a lot of it is engineering. And the way that they engineered this device, one of the things that I discovered, because I called a bunch of hydrogen companies when I was doing all my research, asking numerous questions. One of the things I quickly realized is that nobody knew what the heck they were talking about. Everybody was giving contradicting answers. I could, I knew when people didn't know what they were talking about because I already had quite a bit of knowledge. And this company was the one that it was clear as day that they knew what the heck they were talking about. And when they went to develop the device, they didn't just say, hey, let's just develop it. They looked at every single modality, every single way of making hydrogen, literally every single way. And they researched every single one to the hilt until they decided this is the best and this is why. And that's when they realized that they needed a special metal. And that's why they went specifically to a company that could potentially do it. But yeah, they they really did a good job in regards to making the water that you're going to drink non-ionized, you know, non-electrolyzed, never using chemicals like lye, never directly electrolyzing the water. Um, they have the highest grade membrane you can possibly get. So you can't just say, oh yeah, this is a, you know, SPEPEM membrane, it's great. No, there's different grades of membranes. They, everything they used was of the highest grade. One, one of the things that I was even a little surprised about was the pitcher that they were using because I was thinking it should be glass. I'm like, well, shouldn't it be glass? And I was being, you know, kind of nerdy and being like, hey, this is not perfect. What's going on? They had definitely thought about it. Um, Then I took a deep dive into polymers and different polymer technology. Uh, I realized that there's even glasses that are toxic, specifically the ones that come from China, but there is such thing as toxic glass also. And what the Japanese did is they used an extremely high grade polymer. I mean, it's again, highest quality. And it's made of a material that could withstand boiling water, which you never put in the machine. So it's over-engineered. And they also use something that is already approved for babies in Japan. And a lot of people don't know that the Japanese are extremely strict when it comes to things for children, babies, you know, kids at school. I mean, they're so strict uh, with so many of those things. And this was approved for baby bottles that could withstand boiling water. And so they just went above and beyond on every little aspect of it. And again, that's why I said, I'm just grateful because I, I never, I would have never had the funding, the intelligence, the engineering background. I could have never created a device like this. It literally took multiple of the highest professionals in Japan or even in the world to develop something like this and make it, you know, affordable. So yeah, I'm just, just really grateful it exists. Yeah, thank you. Uh, as am I, as you can see, I'm, I'm really excited. <laughs> I just got this thing like a week ago. And thank you for answering that question that I didn't even ask about the plastic too, because I had the same thought. I was like, oh, guys, come on, man. You're like making this pristine, <laughs> amazing water and then it's in plastic. But um, I also know that not all plastic is created equal and that you know some of it is much more permeable. And, and, um, and also it's necessary... I think when it comes to hydrogen, since as you described, the molecule is so tiny that it can basically escape through things if it's not kind of stored right. Is that correct? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I'll go through literally anything. It's like a ghost. It's it's unbelievable that it can do that. And although sometimes it's a negative thing, it's a very positive thing because it can go through anything in our body. It can permeate all the flesh, you know, the tissues. And that's very important as far as it being effective at what it does. 
And a lot of people don't know that hydrogen is literally the purest substance known to man. I mean, it's more pure than oxygen itself. Oxygen clearly can be toxic if you have too much of it. And so as long as, again, it's made right, it appears to be totally safe. Um, then what about uh, these, you know, I talked about them earlier, but these small devices, I have a couple of them here that um, are basically like a little water bottle canister and you fill them up with water and turn them on and they, I guess, through that um, process of hydrolysis or whatever the hell you called that, uh, are making a, a certain PPM of hydrogen in the water. Uh, do those have any use even for travel or convenience to you or are you anti those as well? Um, so again, I have another lab testing of one of the top ones that there is. Um, again, I think we were personally lied to, in my opinion, because it did not produce the hydrogen that they claimed. They were, they were claiming huge numbers. When I see huge numbers, I mean, I understand the science. I know what full saturation is, and that's around 1.6 ppm. So when they're claiming 4 ppm or some huge number, it immediately makes me suspicious. Um, upon lab testing, the machine didn't even make full saturation. It didn't even make 1.6. I think it made like 1 ppm. Now, the other issue with one of those is they, they tried to copy the hydrofix. They saw that they were placing the inhalation lids and they start copying the design. The problem is, is that you never want to inhale directly electrolyzed water. So you don't actually want to do that. With the hydrofix, it was safe because they went above and beyond to not only make extremely clean hydrogen, but the water is not being ionized. So there's not other gases in there, which they claim won't be in there, but they will because it's, it's basic science you direct electrolyze water it produces other gases that are actually don't appear to be good for you not to mention that the, the metal the metal that they're using for all those devices is the same stuff it doesn't matter what brand i've looked at them they're all using the same stuff pretty much for the most part the majority of the machines out there and one of the ones that was tested i mean it claimed to be putting out 300 milliliters uh, per minute for the inhalation and i thought that can't be right so basically medically speaking the number one university in the world that researches it and uses hydrogen medically uh, uses 130 milliliters per minute. And this is for extreme cases. So that's the number that is basically the, the, the big number that's used. This little bottle was claiming 300 milliliters and upon testing it appears to be making about five or six milliliters, not 300. So I began to realize that you can't really trust what we're being told. Uh, the Hydrofix, what was interesting about this company is that all their numbers were very accurate. They're very honest about them. It didn't make them look good because a lot of people are like, hey, wait a second, you know, it only makes this much. I saw that this cheap little bottle makes 300. But you have to be really careful because you got one company being very honest and very diligent about testing. In fact, it's the only machine in the world that is lab tested and certified. I don't know of any other machine and I've looked into pretty much all of them. Wow. So huh. that, I thought that was very important. You know, but the little bottles, me personally, it's hard to really get therapeutic amounts anyway from a little bottle and directly electrolyzed cheap metals. You know, I've seen data, actual scans that shows that hydrogen builds up in the body. So you can have it build up in the, in the liver, in the kidneys, which is a great thing because it's there to protect you. It's there to help you in regards to your health. So if I'm going to go on a trip for like a week or two, I don't even sweat it. I don't. I, I'm healthy. I've been using my hydrogen. I'll go on a trip. I don't worry about it. Now, if I'm going to be gone for months, I'm taking my hydrofix. <laughs> right. You know? right. Um, but, but a few weeks, if, if the body is prepared and it's strong, you, you really should be just fine.
Okay, cool. Yeah, because I just, since 2017, I've been so obsessed with hydrogen. It's like, I don't ever want to go anywhere and not have it, especially as it, as it pertains to the oxidative stress from, you know, air travel and even driving in a car and high EMF fields and all that. It's just one of those things I feel like I always want to have on hand. Um, so that's interesting. And I'm really glad we had this conversation and covered that particular thing. Um, you know, I, I, should, yeah. I should touch on this too. Of course, I asked the company, you know, because I know these guys are like number one and they're so finicky and I obviously I'm a fan. I said, are you guys ever going to make a portable device? And they've looked deeply into it. And, you know, they've, they've given me a lot of good information that I didn't know. And they're like, look, first of all, we could. We could develop a portable device that will be safe and done properly, but they said they're going to be expensive. You know, we're talking probably somewhere in the neighborhood of like $1,200. And most portable devices, you can find them as cheap as 50 bucks. You can find them for two, 300 bucks. So the company was kind of thinking like, do we really want to develop something like this? Because they just don't think most people would buy something for that price. And so that was one of the things. And then they also talked about the direct, directly electrolyzing the water they really would have to do something to deal with that because they know it's not the best way to design a device like a portable device. And then they, they also had, um, you know, some other interesting techniques to try to make clean hydrogen. So they've been developing stuff that nobody has really looked into, but that was the biggest thing that they told me. I mean, they can develop all sorts of things. They said they could develop devices that put out way more hydrogen if that's what people want, but they feel that they, they followed, followed all the science all the data and at a price point that people can easily afford, you know, for the most part, it's so cheap and they last an extremely long time. They're extremely reliable, which is another issue I found with a lot of hydrogen machines. A lot of hydrogen machines are inherently unreliable. And um, so there's just a lot that I've learned, but yeah, they don't, they don't do the portable thing that much unless they said if they get, if they were to get massive amounts of requests, they could probably do it, but yeah, it would, it would cost you. It wouldn't, okay. it wouldn't be a cheap one. Yeah. Well, if uh, if those of us listening want a portable one, let's reach out to <laughs> Holy Hydrogen, uh, where I got my machine, and tell them, man, put a word into Japan. We will maybe some of us will pay for an easy portable one. But I like the idea of actually just kind of building it up in your system, right, and building up that resilience whenever you're at home, which is kind of what I do anyway, so that when I travel, I don't just get totally smoked by being out of my element. Um, what about the uh, in the Hydrofix here? the tiny little bubbles, that's something I've observed too. There'll be like a couple big bubbles that come off the bottom of the jug, but then there's this constant flow of tiny bubbles. And after a couple of days of playing with this machine, I figured out that after you run it for 30, I think it's 30 minutes and you get to the highest PPM, then you kind of just let it sit there and percolate. And it seems to go for, I don't know, eight, 10 hours or something where it's still making the hydrogen. So like I said, I just have it sitting on my desk and it's just on-demand hydrogen. What's up with the little micro clusters of hydrogen? And is that different from what other people are producing out there? Yeah, so they're using, so it is definitely different. Um, they have discovered that nanobubbles, and this doesn't even just really make nanobubbles, the new model, which is a 2022, and this is what I love about the Japanese, they always are trying to improve. When I thought there was no room left, they just still continue to amaze me. They're making super nano bubbles. They're doing it so tiny to where almost you probably can't even see them. If you want to see them at nighttime, you know, go, you know, at nighttime, turn off all the lights, let the blue lights, you know, work and flash a light in there. And you're going to see tiny little things that you couldn't see ordinarily. And some of them are even just invisible to the eye. 
the super nano bubbles actually comes again from the metal technology. So they're using something called like an expanded metal technology. It's almost like a web and they're making these tiny, tiny little nano bubbles. And this really helps a great deal. It's one of the reasons that I personally recommend to drink the water on an empty stomach because the super nano bubbles allows the hydrogen to stay in the water longer. It doesn't just dissipate. Just as you mentioned, have you noticed that the bigger bubbles go up faster? Yeah, yeah. So they escape more quickly. This is why the super nano bubbles are important to stay in the water. So when it goes in you, it stays in the water as the water travels through the GI and does all the magic that it does. Oh, so, cool. Yeah, it is inc- incredibly helpful. That's awesome. Uh, if if one was to take this, the Hydrofix hydrogen water and put it in a jar and go drive around, how long will the hydrogen concentration stay in the water? Do you happen to even know that? Yeah, of course I know. <laughs> I've asked the same question. So believe it or not, it depends on how you make it. So literally, depending on how you make it, depends on how long the hydrogen will stay in the water. When talking about the Hydrofix, the way that they make it actually lasts the longest of any other way of making that I've ever seen. And then it's going to depend on temperature and it's going to depend on movement of the water. Just think of like a soda can that you shake, it's going to cause the gases to escape faster. If I were just to give you a rough number, because I could give you an exact number, an exact number would be you pour the water in a glass, set it on a counter, it doesn't move, the room is at 68 degrees, all the hydrogen will be gone in one hour. Okay. However, you put it in a jar, the jar is moving, maybe it's 73 degrees outside, different variables. Usually the number I give people is one hour, just run roughly one hour. But think about this. That means that if in one hour it's all gone, then in half an hour, roughly half of it is gone. Okay. So if you really want therapeutic grade, I have specific protocols on how to really use it and get it in you properly. And so, I mean, I really, I mean, I've, I've obviously, I mean, there's a reason they call me the hydrogen man. I mean, I've really, really <laughs> gone down this rabbit hole. Well, you, you have certainly have pigeonholed yourself in terms of being a content creator by using that name. But like, like I said, there's, it's just such a vast topic that I, I mean, I feel like I could be hydrogen man part two because there's just so much to learn, you know? So I'm, I'm stoked that you're, that you've niched down on this particular issue because these are all questions that I'm sure not only I have but many people listening because I've been promoting the various hydrogen things for so long and I'm just like I want to get to the best way to do it and I think we're accomplishing that today. What about um, the fact that this hydrofix actually structures the hydrogen within the water? You were mentioning something about that in our phone call and I didn't quite grasp it so maybe you could illuminate that a bit for us. All right. Now this is truly next level. I, I would have never even imagined uh, doing such a thing. Nobody in the industry does it. It's completely patented. Only this company discovered it and is now doing it. You've heard of structuring water, right? Yeah. Yep. We've a talked lot of people about have it a heard lot. of this. Yeah. And when I first heard about structuring water, again, me being the ridiculously biased guy that I am, I thought it was garbage. I'm like, give me a break, structuring water, you know. But then I started seeing data on that too. So I'm not just a hydrogen specialist. I know a lot about water. And I actually found data in Japan, like scientific data studies showing the differences with the structured water, what was happening in the, in the water, a lot of different things. But what Japan has done with the hydrofix is they've learned to actually induce and structure hydrogen nobody's ever done that and to this day which this has been very recent 
I was actually using the, this new technology, but I didn't even know it. The company didn't tell me. And I was using it and I started getting even more results from the hydrogen. And I was thinking, what is going on? Is it just because I've been doing it for so long that I'm starting to you know, move up a notch as far as the benefits? Because I do notice that the longer you use it, the more benefits you get. I think it's a lot like uh, diet or exercise or whatever it is that you're doing. You kind of go next level after so much time. And, uh, and it turns out, at least in my opinion, it was that new technology. I mean, it really, really makes a difference. And they're also using almost like a frequency uh, type of technology. So I think their technology, it's not what I would have called it, but they call it VIVE, V-I-V-E. I think it's like stands for vortex induced vibrational uh, something, some type of technology. And, you know, I would have probably called it expanded metal, super nano, vibrationally induced structured hydrogen i mean it's it'd be so long to describe <laughs> what <laughs> what they're doing um but it's super awesome that they did it i think we're going to learn more about it in the future as time goes on but so far you're literally structuring what water is made of before it's even water you know because it's h2 wow. over we're dealing with the h2 so i think that i really do think this is next level and it's going to change things and they're probably hearing it for one of the first times here on the show because nobody in the hydrogen industry knows about this i mean they they, they didn't even dream of it uh let alone create it and uh and these guys did it and again the japanese i'm so sorry but they are they really are so amazing when they put their mind to something i always say look at their samurai swords i mean they're they were just so beyond anybody and they do that a lot i i love when your whole heart's in something and you don't think about the price you're just thinking about how to do something right you know instead yeah. of trying to figure out how to do cheap crap and uh too much of that in the world. It drives me nuts. Obviously, I, I'm on soapbox. No, I agree, dude. I agree. <laughs> I mean, I'm constantly, or I just moved in a house um, after remodeling it for like a year and a half. And you, you can't imagine how many times I've bitched about just poorly made stuff, you know, that you buy online, especially some things on Amazon. It's like I have now sort of switched my search parameters on Amazon from highest price to lowest price. And sometimes highest reviewed too, that's useful. But it's like, I'll go to the highest price and there's this ridiculous out of control prices on XYZ thing, whatever gizmo I'm looking for. But somewhere there's a sweet spot where there's like one that's more expensive than the other ones, but you know, it's going to be higher quality and last longer. You know, that's the thing. It's like, I don't want to buy a vacuum cleaner every year. I want to buy one every 10 years. So I'll pay 10 times as much to just not have to deal with it, you know? Um, so when it, comes to, you know, when it comes to something like this that's, that's made well, and how many years it would take me if I'm using them a lot to spend 2,500 bucks on those, right? It's not gonna be that long, so. All right, I'm gonna drop one of my top energy tips right here. It's a combo of organic beets, berries, and adaptogenic herbs called Organifi Red. Here's why it works. While beets have been shown to help the body clear out toxins, act as a cardioprotective and brain-enhancing food, and increase exercise endurance. Then you top that off with freeze-dried organic berries like blueberries, acai, pomegranate, raspberry, strawberry, and cranberries. These are all potent antioxidant superfoods, rich in dozens of nutrients and critical to energy. And the freeze-dried method better preserves and concentrates all this goodness without added sugar. Now for the herbs, cordyceps. This is a medicinal mushroom with incredibly strong adaptogenic qualities. In fact, in 1993, the Chinese women's Olympic track team 
was accused of being on steroids for their use of cordyceps. It's legit and time-tested. And Siberian ginseng is another adaptogen in the red juice. It's been popular in Russia for the past 50 years as a hormone-balancing herb. And of course, Organifi included a reishi mushroom 8-to-1 extract. And this is a powerful adaptogen that promotes increased energy as well. But reishi is versatile because it's also known as a grounding mushroom because of its calming effect. And lastly, they threw in some rhodiola, which promotes physical endurance and increases mental clarity and focus. So you put this all together in an easy-to-drink organic non-GMO powder, and you've got this incredible substance known as Organifi Red. It also happens to taste so good that you can't believe it's actually healthy. So get yourself pumped up with some Organifi Red right now by visiting Organifi.com and use the code LIFESTYLIST to save 15% off any item in the store. That's Organifi with an I, and the code is LIFESTYLIST. It wouldn't be. I've had numerous doctors contact me and tell me things like, they get on the, you know, the HydroFix, I've literally, I actually calculated it. It's actually the cheapest way to use hydrogen in the long term. The machine's super reliable. It's super cheap to run. It's easy for you to maintain yourself. It does the water and the gas. It does everything. And it lasts years and years. I mean, I still have my original one and it's still working just fine. Uh, the company gave me some really interesting data again where they wanted it to be really robust and reliable. So it's one of the reasons that they spend again more money on it to make it you know, really, really good. And so they did a stress test that simulated seven years of running it 24 seven to find any weak points. That's what the Japanese do. They, they look for weak points, fix them, so they can have something like a Toyota, you know, something ultra reliable. And ultimately the machine had no issues and they actually stopped the test. They said, okay, seven years, that's, that's enough. Uh, this, this machine is clearly built the right way and, and it has no issues. And I love the reliability. I really do. Hydro wow. machines have a lot of issues in general, to be honest. Yeah. Most yeah. Of them. yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's like I said, with the uh, vital reaction inhaler, I'm always shocked and I've moved with that thing uh, quite a bit. It's, I wouldn't say I've ever like thrown it on the ground, but it's definitely been beat up a bit from just moving across the country and stuff. And I have to say respectfully, as ex- expensive as it is, it has lasted. So I appreciate that. Um, what about uh, what about the ORP? This is something that I've been curious about with hydrogen in general, especially um, hydrogen generators like we're discussing here. Could you explain what a negative ORP is? why it's important, and if if that's part of what makes this work, or is that a totally different uh, topic? Yeah, it's something that people focus too much on, and it's really not what the medical professionals focus on. Um, if I remember correctly, it stands for like oxidative uh, reduction potential or yeah. something like that. Yeah. And I learned, because that was something that I was, again, looking at when, in my research, and I found out that that's just not really what you want to look at. I mean, you can find high ORP in swimming pool water with uh, with chemicals. Um, so it's not really necessary. What you really want to look at in the world of hydrogen is, well, the PPM. But remember that the PPM is based on the amount of liquid. Because if you have this much liquid and you have 1.6 M, or if you have this much liquid and it's 1.6 PPM, there's actually much more hydrogen in the big one. You know, And so this is important. And you need a specific amount of milligrams. So this is based on data. A certain amount of milligrams that we roughly need in order for hydrogen to be, again, therapeutic. And you want to get so much from the water and then so much from the gas. That's This is literally what I've created. And there's only been about two studies done on my particular method. 
because once I created my protocol and I released it to the world for free on YouTube, it was mysteriously used two months later in some scientific studies. I know that they watch my channel. I, I know that they take my channel. <laughs> but the good news is, is that they did do the scientific study. When they did my protocol, they found that doing the combination, the way that I was doing it, and doing it, for example, the empty stomach, there's all these little things that I recommend. Um, they found that it worked better than any other way that, ever, that had ever been implemented. Um, and I was literally scratching my head thinking, how come nobody even thought about doing this? Because the studies are always done like just on the gas inhalation, just on the water, maybe an IV. Like they, they tried different ways, but they never combined it the way that I was envisioning. And I envisioned it because um, I don't need to go into how I figured it out, but everything that I've come up with, there's ways that I figured this out or certain thought patterns that, that would take me down a certain path that I could just, it's almost like I could just see it. I, uh, as strange as this may sound, sometimes I almost feel like I'm connecting with the hydrogen. And if you can connect with hydrogen, it's something that, in my opinion, can obviously connect you to a lot of different things because the stars are all made of hydrogen. Uh, the universe is made up of almost, I believe, 80% hydrogen. Um, every living thing needs hydrogen in order for it to survive. Whether, I mean, if you were to take hydrogen out of you right now, all of it, you'd just, you'd, you'd drop dead, you know. It's the source of life. It, it's so crucially important. I even have visions of other things that I want to develop. I, there's a piece of equipment I want to develop that I personally believe will reverse aging in a way that the world's never seen before. I believe that the equipment I want to develop will actually, and I have data to back this up, um, should be able to cure just about any disease, which that's dangerous for me to say, but this equipment doesn't exist. So relax everybody, <laughs> right? Whoever. <laughs> um, but it would it would probably cost somewhere in the neighborhood of $20 million. So this is something very big. And um, and I have been consulting with some people. I shared the information with a UCLA scientist slash doctor. Um, in the first five minutes, he thought it was nonsense. When he looked at the data that I had to present, he was like, holy cow, this could actually work. I can't believe that you came up with this. And so I have a lot of other things. I have things that I, that I other visions that I had on how to grow food that the world has never seen. And I mean food that would change our lives, uh, stuff that would bring healing in a way that we literally haven't seen for thousands of years. I believe that we used to have food like this a very long time ago. And so I have these really, um, really, really great ideas that I'd like to implement. But for the time being right now, when people are suffering and people need healing, um, luckily we have access to something like this, you know, that, that is obviously very cheap, very, very easy to implement. As you said, it's very easy to just inhale when you're on the computer or working or at the office on phone calls or whatever, you know, and drinking the water. It's so easy. And I've seen it work even when people don't change anything in their lifestyle, which I find pretty uh, dramatic. I really didn't think that it would work without people making other changes. And if you make other changes, um, what I've seen about the hydrogen is that it actually enhances a lot of therapeutic benefits of whether it's different supplements or different things that you're doing, it really enhances what it can do for the body. And that's another thing that I have definitely found. And I recently found, this is kind of a secret, I recently found a food that appears to enhance the effects of hydrogen. Uh, I don't know if you want me to tell everybody right now, but... Yeah, please. It's natto, you know, N-A-T-T-O. Um, this stuff is just unbelievable. And I, the Japanese, again, have done many research studies proving that this stuff is just bonkers out of this world amazing. And there's new data coming out, which I'm not going to mention right now. Well, I don't know if you're, are you on YouTube? 
guess maybe you are interested. Well, this this interview will be on YouTube, but I don't do a lot on YouTube other than just publish these interviews. So I won't say a lot because some of this would be restricted on YouTube. Oh, okay. I'll just say that they're they're doing some new research. Um, that has to do with this little mysterious virus that's been going around. I'll just say that. Got it. And, uh, <laughs> and it's absolutely remarkable what they're finding. And it's something that I actually put in my smoothie. I, I invented something called the hydrogen smoothie. And, really? Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I put that in there, too. Based on data, again, I, I created this thing. And it's been nothing short of miraculous. I mean, I'm working with a, with someone who's got, um, you know, really terrible colon cancer who is not giving much, much of a chance uh, to live. And I did not think that even my techniques or protocols could do much because even the professionals could only help this guy maybe live a year. And I've been working with him for two months and I've been making my magic hydrogen smoothie. I've been doing my hydrogen protocol. I've been helping him with some different things. And we got a scan about five days ago. And it showed that his tumors have dramatically shrunk. So we're seeing progress and I couldn't believe it. I seriously, with all honesty, couldn't believe it. I, I didn't think that he had a chance. I thought that it was really bad. Well, it is really wow. bad. Wow. So this is big. All right. So you're making um, these hydrogen smoothies. Are you, I thought about using the hydrogen water to make like my morning elixir smoothie, whatever. But I just figured, oh, if I run the blender, all of the gas is going to dissipate out of the water and I'm not going to get any hydrogen. Do you, are you like putting the water in a smoothie with other stuff and kind of uh, potentiating the effects of the things you're putting in the water? Is that what you're doing with these smoothies? Yeah, so you're absolutely right. Obviously, you're going to blend it up. You're going to lose the gas. That's what I was expected to, and that's most likely the truth. However, the reason that I started doing it was because I saw a study where they had literally taken like fruits and vegetables, and they can actually measure the, the antioxidant you know, within, within this fruit or vegetable, then they would soak them in hydrogen water for 20 minutes, then test them. And they were just off the charts. And so, yeah, so this stuff is literally penetrating. See, this is what I mean. We can produce food that the world has never seen. I mean, I'm telling you, I know that it's possible. It would just take somebody who's willing to invest their time and the money. But ultimately uh, what I do is I soak my smoothie for 20 minutes. So it's getting in the food. Even if I blend it, am I going to lose some of it? Sure, I'm probably going to lose it. But I believe that it's going into the food and doing something to the food, even though we're grinding it up. And then once I pour the smoothie, I usually have a pretty big jar. I'll put about this much hydrogen water. So I'll cut it with hydrogen water on top of what I'm already doing. Uh, Ah, okay. Yeah. And I also drink the water on an empty stomach before the smoothie. So I'm prepping my body, you know, hydrating my colon, bringing in all these antioxidants, the way that hydrogen moves the blood, if you see my live blood analysis video, which I believe is video 68, which is the one the doctor thought was impossible. They just didn't think it was possible what I was showing. And I combined this because blood flow is crucial to carrying nutrients to parts of the body. One of the things that the Japanese discovered, which is mind blowing, is that hydrogen actually begins to open up what's called ghost veins. Have you ever heard of ghost veins before, by no, the way? No, uh-uh. Oh my gosh, you're going to love this because that was, I've never heard that medical term before. Apparently, it's a medical term. And what happens is, have you ever seen a baby, how they're so plump and they're clearly hydrated, right? Yeah. Um, and how they're warm due to their blood circulation. Little kids running around in diapers, you know, and they're still warm um, on a cold day. And so... Basically, what happens is as you age, there's little areas where there was once once was blood and there's no longer blood able to get into certain areas. And they discover that hydrogen is actually beginning to get blood supply into these. It's like a ghost town that gets life again. 
So that's one of the things that it does. And what you want, in my opinion, is to carry nutrients to these areas to begin to feed the tissues. And so that's part of how I, again, develop my protocols. And one of the things that natto has also been shown to do is it gives a certain type of viscosity to the blood and allows it to get in nicks and crannies. And of course, oxygenating certain cells, especially cancer cells, which I've discovered, which is part of the reason I'm giving these smoothies to this gentleman dealing with cancer. And I combine that with the hydrogen and that's how I came up with that. Wow. Are you putting a natto in this smoothie? Absolutely, brother. <laughs> it takes a special kind of person to be able to eat natto. <laughs> I, I personally like natto and I love all the K2 and the amazing bacteria in it and God knows what else. I mean, it's really, truly a superfood. But um, anytime I've ever lived with someone, I mean, I could be in the kitchen at the other end of the house and I crack it open and the person would be like, what is that smell? Ew, you know, from roommates to girlfriends. And I think probably even my current wife, if I recall, um, you know, is not a fan of opening that jar. Personally, I like it, but maybe, do you think when you putting it in a smoothie, you're masking some of that, that strong umami uh, flavor and aroma to it? Or are you just going all in and you don't care what it tastes like? That's actually exactly why I put it in the smoothie because it doesn't bother the taste for me either. But many people that I know, it does. And this gentleman, it does too. And so I made a combination of things that are also anti-cancerous. I use a lot of anti-cancerous stuff. And in that smoothie, you can't even taste it. So I literally oh, created cool. it. You, you can't even taste it. And the amount of protein that you get, you know, the K, the vitamin K, you know, that also is a huge aspect. And just all the other benefits of not done, put it in the food. And, uh, and I'm finding it to actually enhance the way that hydrogen works. So it's one of my new secret techniques. It's awesome. That's rad. I, and I love the idea <laughs> that you're saturating the foods that are going into the smoothie with the hydrogen before you even make the drink, which makes a lot of sense because the hydrogen molecule, as you described, is so tiny compared to any other physical matter, right? So like if you soaked a carrot, it would make sense that hydrogen would just get absorbed so easily into the cellulose of that carrot's body, right? So that's and then okay. I'm envisioning that's and so then I'm, cool. in, I'm envisioning it, you know, enhancing the properties of the carrot, enhancing the properties of the blueberries or whatever I'm putting in there, you know. Not to mention, I also bring in um, not only the cleanest water along with the hydrogen, but I actually bring in minerals because I know that our food is deficient in minerals. And I found a scientific study which was pretty bonkers. Um, they accidentally discovered that they were rebuilding bone. And the way that they were doing it, and it wasn't even the intention of the study, which is something I've been doing anyway, just intuitively, is combining the fibers of all these fruits and vegetables in this smoothie. And I introduced minerals and the way that the, the minerals work with the fibers. You know, I, I've noticed the fruits and vegetables are very complete. You know, they have enzymes, they have antioxidants, they have the fibers, they have phytonutrients. You know, they have, there's so many properties to fruits and vegetables and they're so complete. And so... I use the minerals along with all this. And I'm actually working with another doctor who's been specializing in minerals for almost four decades. And he just loves what I'm doing. And I'm actually teaching him how to do more of these techniques because they just work so good. I mean, it's just so that's, basic, but it works great. That's so cool. That was another one of my questions was, what if I take a glass of hydrogen water and put my liquid minerals in it? You know, I've, I've always felt like, I guess, because the molecule is so small and this is totally not proven or just anything. It's just based on my intuition that it's mm. almost as if those minerals in the hydrogen water could piggyback on that hydrogen molecule and get into the depths of your 
digestive system, bloodstream, tissues, et cetera. Do you think there's any truth to that concept? I think there is, absolutely. Not to mention that, you know, electric signaling in the body, I mean, you need minerals for signaling. I mean, you right. literally, if you don't have water, if you have water without minerals, you're not going to be able to send, you know, electrical current really through it and your body's electrical. And so, and hydrogen has been shown scientifically to also function as a signaling molecule. So the, com- the combination of the minerals, you know, with the hydrogen, I absolutely agree with you. And, and these are things that, again, they just make logical sense if you just think about it. And I've been applying these techniques for a long time and I've really been dialing it in and to see it work, you know, the way that it's working. I mean, I did also work with a guy with testicular cancer and he didn't want to do any conventional treatment. He did my method and his, it did completely cure. He totally got rid of that. Um, but he wow. wasn't terminal. Yeah. He wasn't right. terminal. Like, like this guy that I'm working with. Um, one of the worst cancers is colon cancer, pancreatic cancer. These are some of the worst ones. I did work with a woman who had a brain tumor this big and uh, she couldn't move half her body because it was pushing up against her brain. The doctors told her that even with chemo and everything else, that the tumor, that their best was to keep it from growing. That was the best they could do. They said, just keep it the same size because it was growing out of control. And she did my technique and it literally shrunk it to where you couldn't even see it anymore. And the doctors were like, well, what happened? She started walking a mile and a half a day. I mean, just one thing after another, I've been really, I, I'm actually, again, shocked at how good these things are working because I would think, to be really honest, I thought my channel would have millions of subscribers because I'm doing the impossible. And yet that's not what happened. <laughs> I mean, I have <laughs> thousands of subscribers, but, um, but I thought, man, I'm doing the impossible here. And, yeah. uh, and, you know, though I did get a phone call from a doctor um, two days ago who saw the results of uh, the person whose tumors were shrinking and he was incredibly blown away. And he said, I want to know everything. He goes, I want to know everything you're doing. And I've never, I've had doctors contact me and ask me certain stuff, but this guy was just, he was, I think just because of what he saw, he said, this is not possible. And, and how are you doing this with smoothies and hydrogen water? I mean, come on, <laughs> what's, what's going on? I love it, dude. <laughs> I love it. That's so great. Um, so we covered the ORP thing. You you thought that that was a negligible uh, issue. We're really just going for the benefits of the hydrogen. Um, and it, I would be remiss if I didn't cover this topic. And I'm sure if I didn't, someone would ask, what about the Kangen water and alkaline water machines? Um, my personal experience is probably 15 years ago, I got sort of sucked into the MLM Kangen thing and I paid a bunch of money for the device and did a couple little presentations and it was just, it was just a funky business model. And so I didn't like that. And then as I got more into researching water, I realized that this, I was pouring LA tap water into this tiny little four inch filter in the Kangen machine. Right. And I'm basically drinking very poorly filtered LA tap water, um, thinking that it's beneficial because it's, you know, a different pH than when it came out of the tap. Right. Um, so I'm personally not a fan of like alkaline water, Kangen water, all of that stuff. I, I don't see the benefit in it to me. Hydrogen water is by far superior, but do you see any value in Kangen or water ionizing machines, alkaline water? Is it all hocus pocus? Where are you at with that? Do you want the full explanation? Because I know everything yeah. about it. <laughs> yeah, please. I and I and I have covered it on I did cover it on another show with a guy named Robert oh, Slovak, yeah. who totally debunked satisfactorily to me alkaline water as a concept and specifically that machine and the way that it the way that it works. So yeah, I think it'd be really okay. valuable for people. Because I get a lot of questions about it and I'm still like, 
I don't know, because I found out about it so long ago, I think, hasn't everyone figured out that this alkaline water thing is a scam? <laughs> like, that's my opinion. <laughs> Um, especially because yeah. your GI tract is already acidic and it's supposed to be acidic, right? It's like you don't need, you can't turn your body's pH on and off or up or down by drinking a water. Like you could do breath work and change your blood pH in about 30 yeah. seconds that you could not do by drinking quote unquote alkaline water. So, anyway, what's your take? Well- I remember first hearing about the medicinal plant Kratom years ago as a potential social mood lifter and even natural painkiller. For those of you that have never heard of it, Kratom is an all-natural herb related to the coffee plant that's been used in Thailand for centuries. But even though Kratom piqued my interest, I got to be honest, I was nervous to try it due to it being sold exclusively in sketchy smoke shops and dark web internet sites when I first discovered it. And as a recovering opiate addict, I also had some fears around its reputation as a natural opiate, and I feared I might get addicted, and I definitely wanted to avoid that. Fast forward to now some seven years later, and I find myself using Kratom both safely and somewhat regularly. The key for me was in finding a brand I could trust, and one that only uses pure leaf and not dangerous extract. And the brand that I found and use today is called Super Speciosa. These guys use only the top 1% of Kratom produced in the world and boast some of the highest alkaloid levels in the industry, which means it's more powerful and works. Plus, they only use one ingredient, pure Kratom leaf, and are rigorously tested for purity and safety. Now, personally, I use Super Speciosa for so many applications, such as relaxation and social settings, but also as a pre-workout and even as a nootropic for work, focus, and creativity. Kratom is strange and unique as it helps energize your mind and relax your body at the same time. It's pretty incredible. So if you're going to check it out for beginners, I recommend their signature Super Speciosa strain. To try Kratom and get 20% off your entire order, here's what you do. Go to getsuperleaf.com slash Luke. And if you use the promo code Luke, you'll save 20% off your entire order. Again, that's getsuperleaf.com slash Luke, and the 20% off code is also Luke. I definitely have the answer to this one. Um, If people just want the simple answer, I definitely wouldn't drink. Um, That would be the first answer. Uh, I found a lot of the answers through actual, again, scientific data. The reason that everybody thought King and Water provided benefit was because it did in the first two or three months of using it. Everybody thought, because it was measurable. In Japan, they were able to measure the benefits. Everybody thought that the benefits were coming from the water being alkaline. If that were true, you could literally just take, I don't know, tap water, put baking soda in it, and boom, you got alkaline water. And that's not going to solve all these medical, you know, have all these miracles, uh, quote unquote, happening. But that's how it all began eventually they realized that those Kangen machines were inadvertently making some hydrogen. And that's really where the benefit was coming from. Oh, man, so, that's funny. Yeah, it was, okay. it was about the hydrogen. The okay. problem is, is that those machines aren't really designed properly to make the type of hydrogen the way you should make it. This is why we needed the scientific data. Um, directly electrolyzing water, well, you're going to get, again, you're going to be producing gases that you shouldn't be inhaling. You're definitely not going to be making good nanobubbles with such a device. You do run that risk again, you know, the, the leaching metals are directly of electrolyzation of the water. 
obviously the Kanga machines never produce a gas that you can inhale. Um, they, what they're really good at, and they are good at a few things. One is to make disinfecting water. So that's really good. And it's good at making, um, let's see, disinfecting water and washing pesticides off of vegetables. But that's pretty much it. You really don't want to consume that water. Uh, one of the things that they found again scientifically was after six to eight months of usage, it started causing issues with what you had mentioned, the GI. So your, your body, another scientific fact is that your body literally produces less and less stomach acids as you get older. And so as you're getting older, you're producing less stomach acids. And when you make alkaline water, which by the way, you can't put all alkaline water in the same category. So you can't say alkaline water because it could have minerals in it that make it alkaline. And that's different than ionized water that has been ionized to become alkaline. So they're not the same thing. And so this ionized water that you're taking from, again, something like the Kangen was shown to be disrupting the GI and started causing a lot of people GI issues. And I've had numerous emails of people who, when I spoke to them, they're like, oh yeah, I'm having GI issues. And I've been using the Kangen for like a year. And I explained to them what was going on. And so that's one of the major issues with it. And as you said, you know, you actually want your stomach acids at a proper level to break down food so that you can actually get proper absorption of nutrients and to kill certain pathogens, you know, that you don't want to get deep into your GI. So you want your stomach acids actually working in a certain way, not something that's going to cause them to get even worse because that's ultimately what, what was being observed. And so ultimately the Kangen is definitely not the way to go. It is very expensive. I think they're now up to like almost $6,000 and, uh, and they're highly overpriced. You know, they were a reliable machine, but a lot has happened since then. And we've learned so much. And I agree with you also, they just use carbon filters. So you're, you're at the mercy of their filtration and whatever water source you have, which is not good either. Um, I highly recommend a completely separate water filtration device. I've, I've actually researched every single water filtration modality and what they can and cannot filter. And I even have tons of data on third-party testing. I mean, I've done my homework on water because I wanted the best water in the HydroFix. The thing I loved about the HydroFix is that they designed it to where you don't have to hook it up to a water source. So you can literally put any water you want. So now I can choose the clean water. You know, um, The HydroFix is very different than a Kangen because the HydroFix, I don't wanna say it's like a one or two trick pony, but it kind of is. It makes the best hydrogen water hands down. I, don't think, I haven't seen any device that makes better hydrogen water. And the hydrogen gas is extremely good with just shy of 130 milliliters per minute, which is what the pros use. It, to me, it's more than good enough, but that's all it does. It doesn't make disinfecting water. It doesn't you know, wash pesticides off of vegetables. But then again, it does everything that I really want it to do where the Kangen kind of doesn't. I, I have one too. <laughs> I have one too. Yeah. And I tried it and it was very, it never cured me. Um, my issues were, gosh, my, my issues were so severe. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that one, that one never did it. Cool. Well, thanks for your your feedback. Uh, I think I sold mine on eBay after you know, <laughs> for probably half of what I paid for it. But it it was very it was compelling at first, you know, because I went to this presentation and they showed me how like all these different bottled waters were super acidic and you know it's like it was visually compelling and I was sold on it. But this was very early in my research and in my journey into health and stuff. So I was. Uh, I want to say, yeah, not to interrupt you. I do want to say one yeah. good thing about it though. Okay, the good thing is. I appreciate it because it was a step in the right direction of discovering hydrogen. And, and, and ultimately, they did see benefit at the beginning. 
And obviously that was, again, because of the hydrogen. Though the machines do stop making hydrogen after so much time, and it's very difficult to maintain them. Uh, I know with the HydroFix, they made it to where it's very easy to maintain. It's one of the things I really love. But so it was a step, it was, it was a step in the right direction. And for that, I'm grateful, you know, to get us to where we're at now. Got it. Okay, cool. Excellent. Um, And I think the last thing I want to cover with you is uh, this Brown's gas. I know we, we chatted about it briefly um, before, but this is something I get a lot of questions about and I, I'm totally unfamiliar with what it is. Um, It seems based on your initial reaction that you don't think that that's something that's viable or worth exploring, but uh, maybe you could break down what is Brown's gas and what's your take on that as a therapeutic? Um, Ultimately, Brown's gas is just electrolyzed water. I mean, you ionize the water, which separates the hydrogen and the oxygen molecule. The only problem is that when you ionize water like that, there's other gases that are produced. And most of the Brown's gas devices that I've ever seen always use lye, which is sodium hydroxide, which is literally the main ingredient in Drano. It's toxic. Uh, it's terrible to say this, but uh, you know, it's been found that the cartels in Mexico use it to literally dissolve human bodies, even dissolve the bone. The stuff is highly caustic. Um, you would never want to inhale such a thing, and yet I see people do it. I continue to get emails regularly about people who've been harmed by it, yet they swear by it and think it's the greatest thing. But Again, I'm, a, I'm big on the science. Um, the Japanese know about Brown's gas. They've done re- some research on it. Um, they say they didn't find really for it to have any real medical benefit. Um, I do think that some people have experienced some things due to the hydrogen content in the Brown's gas because there is some hydrogen. One of the biggest things that I've noticed about the Brown's gas people is they love to piggyback on the hydrogen science. Like, oh, look at all the scientific studies on hydrogen. And they say, hey, try our Brown's gas. There's hydrogen in it. Well, yeah, there is some hydrogen in it, um, but there's also oxygen in it. And one of the issues with that, if you know much about oxygen therapy is oxygen therapy, you better know what you're doing because sometimes you'll want to limit oxygen, kind of like high altitude training, and then you will flood the body with oxygen for so much time. There's protocols. And then you again, you know, quit using it and then you cycle because if you just use it regularly, you're actually going to most likely affect your red blood cells, meaning that your body will literally stop making or make much less red blood cells because it's so used to an abundance amount of oxygen coming in. If you're inhaling oxygen, I found one lady to have hypoxia after using the Brown's gas for quite a while. Once um, she got off of it, she got better. But it also caused, here's one of the bigger issues is I know the Brown's gas people watch my videos and I'm so sorry to get bad news. But the issue is that I've I I shared my protocol and my protocol is based on the equipment. I can never emphasize that enough because I know the levels of hydrogen and how much you need and all the different things that you can do. And they, and I always tell people do not copy my protocol with different equipment. And so in the case of Brown's gas people, they started telling their people to drink the water before they inhale the gas. They copied my technique and, uh, and the, and the water that it makes is horrendous it, it literally there's a woman that it literally caused her to have kidney failure because it was so toxic she ended up in the er it almost killed her the doctors figured out that lie was affecting her so it appeared that the lie was getting through the device and um and, and i've seen this a lot and i and i know that they want to stick to their guns but i literally ask show me one or two studies that actually show that brown's gas is superior to hydrogen or even that good um now let me say the good part about it though so on the good side um, the Japanese did find the Brown's gas is really great for energy. So they, they see that it, this could be potentially used in the future as a source of energy for like cars 
or planes. And on that front, it's great. Um, and if made properly, which I don't see anybody really doing that, um, but if made properly, I think it could be safer. But it, if, is it as good as hydrogen? I don't think so. It's not even close. Um, I've known people who have used Brown's gas for cancer, and that was a really sad scenario. It was actually a, a, a woman, and this particular woman, it actually accelerated her cancer and started making things worse. And personally, I think it was the lie that was within it, um, but that's been a big issue. So yeah, I'm not a huge proponent. I, I've used it myself. I mean, I've used it, um, to be honest, it made me sick. It made me sick, I think, just because of the lie that was that was in the device. And um, and I find it funny because some of these devices, they're like, oh, it's super high output. It puts out, you know, such a huge amount of hydrogen and oxygen and all this stuff. But then you get the device and they're like, oh, make sure not to turn it to 100. I'm like, what? They're like, you got you to gotta, you run it at 30%. And I'm like, wait a second. Why do I have to run it at 30%? The whole point is high output, right? You want me to get all this hydrogen in me. And the reason that they want you to turn it down is because the gases are so toxic that if you were to increase it to 100, it would make you sick. And I hate to say it, I didn't know what I was doing. So I turned it up to 100. I made myself really sick. And uh, it was, I was so, man, I was sick for one or two weeks. I ended up going back to the HydroFix to actually help heal me from that nasty machine. And so I don't, I don't use that stuff anymore. Wow. Okay. I feel like this conversation has, <laughs> has done a really good job of myth busting some stuff, which is cool. You know, and, and again, this is like your opinion, my opinion based on yeah. our experience and, and research. But um, because I get specific questions, especially about these last two items, the Kangen machine and the Brown's gas, I mean, I think it's good to have someone like you who actually has direct experience and has put in the hours to actually study this stuff. Um, Cause I hate for people to do something that's dangerous. Um, of course, but also just to spend money and time and energy on things that have effects that are negligible or non-existent. You know what I mean? It's like there's yeah. so much crap you can buy online that's supposed to be good for your health and much of it just is not. It just doesn't have an effect. Um, and in, in the case of the Browns guess, it sounds like maybe even some negative. Um, the last question, I because there's one on my list that I that I skipped over before. I'm guessing that the hydrogen water would be really good for our pets, you know, the animals. But it yeah. seems that because of the the half-life of the gas remaining in the water, you'd have to like get it off your hydrofix, you know, hydrogen water maker. And when your dog or cat is really thirsty, like give it to them right then. So, because if you just put it in their bowl, obviously like the hydrogen gas is going to dissipate after a half hour or 60 minutes and then it's just regular water again. Do you have any, um, you know, experience or input on how to get this this hydrogen into our beloved pets? Of course I do. <laughs> <laughs> I've had, you know, it's, I, I was laughing because I'm shocked how many people contact me with that question. Everybody wants to give it to their pets. Yeah. And what I've discovered throughout the years is that it seems to have actually a very profound effect on smaller animals. So cats, little dogs, things of this nature. And I have seen some pretty crazy results, even to the point that I literally just got an email less than a week ago. I think it was five days ago. And this woman's dog doesn't even like water. He just doesn't really, you know, he's not big on water. He'll have a little here and there. She got the hydro fix for herself, never thinking in a million years that her dog would be interested. He goes nuts for it, apparently. She goes to make it and he's begging her for it. And she puts it down and she said he won't drink anything else. And I found that just hilarious. Oh, um, wow. that the dog 
yeah, I, it was so weird. And she was telling me how spiritual her dog is and how she feels that it's like this special dog. And, you know, and I, I mean, we all love our dogs, but she really is. Um, she told me all these crazy stories about her dog, but I was really impressed by that. And I have seen that myself. Um, there was a cat that I knew. Somebody owned a cat who had the hydro fix and the cat, same thing, go nuts for the hydrogen water. Ivan was setting it out for some animals sometimes outside. And there used to be this little squirrel that would come for it. And I, I even had a little bit of video footage that I took. <laughs> he oh, would literally cool. bug me. He would bug me for the hydrogen water. So yeah, absolutely. You can totally use it for your animals. The biggest thing obviously is you're not going to get them to inhale. I mean, you're yeah. clearly you can't put a, something over their head yeah. <laughs> or something. Yeah. Um, but uh, the idea is pretty much what you're saying. You, you make the water fresh, you pour it in the bowl when it is that they're ready to have some water. And that would be, in my opinion, the best way to implement it. The only other way, which um, would be extremely expensive and definitely possible, and even something that I might be presenting, quote unquote, to the world later, I won't give a lot of details about it because I was asked not to, but ultimately a type of device where, um, like a bath of some sort for animals. But those type of pieces of equipment, because they're so expensive, would probably have to be in some type of like hospital setting or medical center of some sort because they would pay a lot of money for such devices. And you can go in and, you know, uh, do hydrogen baths and things of that nature. Oh, and cool. I'm, I'm going to do more research on that. Um, one of the reasons I want to go to Japan uh, to bring more data, more information, more science. And uh, maybe if you ever want, we can do an interview later when I'm over there and show you what I've been finding. Because I'm, I'm going to be looking for some stuff that I know is over there already. It's just a matter of me getting over there and getting it on camera for everybody because there's some secrets out there that the world doesn't know about. And I, I got so lucky on how I found out about it. I, I don't even know if I can even share the story of how I found out about it, but there's some big secrets over there um, that the world doesn't know. And I plan on sharing them with the world. You oh, know, that's cool. That that's cool. Yeah, exciting. definitely. Definitely keep me posted. I mean, just the idea of giving your small pet uh, a hydrogen water bath is is super cool. But I'm thinking you could take some of those and topically treat a small animal or if there was some kind of device that could generate, you know, the size of a foot bath essentially for a human, but you put your pet in it because there are so many miraculous right. stories about people healing bones and cuts and wounds and bites and, you know, all of this kind of skin irritations, all this kind of stuff seems to be so treatable with hydrogen water. It would be really cool to have small baths that we could put even like a baby in, you know what I mean? Um, Absolutely. Yeah. I think it's going to be exciting. a really good tool, really yeah. good tool in the future. But I got, like I said, I think I have something that's even bigger than that. Oh, cool. To be okay. And, uh, and, and that's, like I said, I, I want to wait till I can actually show it to people rather than just talk about it. And I'm, a, I'm almost a little concerned about sharing it because once I share it, I think it's going to, I don't know, cause an influx of something of some sort, but, but I will, I'm just going to go and uh, first make sure that it's all real. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and really, you know, I'm really big on, you know, again, making sure that everything's valid before I actually talk about it. So cool. this is going to be good. It's going to be big. Right. It's going to be exciting. Um, I'm hoping that I don't steal the thunder on your your big idea, but an idea that I had that I, as far as I know, sure. no one's done this at scale. Uh, I'm, you mentioned oxygen therapy, and I'm a huge fan of hyperbaric chambers. I've got one in the other room and use it after travel or if I'm just really fatigued and stuff like that. Um, at one point, I took my hydrogen inhaler and on the output where the cannula is, I ran it into my hyperbaric chamber where you would normally get the oxygen. And then mm -hmm. quickly realized that the pressure inside the chamber 
was just going to blow my hydrogen machine out <laughs> against the wall, which is what happened. Like I said, <laughs> oh, this no. thing's a workhorse. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, duh. Because when you have your oxygen concentrator, you can set the pressure so that the pressure of that concentrated oxygen that's you know being made from the ambient air, the pressure is strong enough to get into the chamber where you're then breathing it with the cannula. Um, so I yeah. thought, man, someone needs to make like an oxygen concentrator that is essentially a hydrogen gas generator that has enough pressure where you could take like a hyperbaric hydrogen session rather than, or in addition to at different times, actually oxygen. Have you heard of this or looked into this or did I just steal your idea? Of course I've looked into it. (laughs) (laughs) And I've definitely thought about it. Um, The only problem is you have to remember that the hydrogen molecule is a different size than the oxygen molecule. The oxygen molecule is much bigger. So it's going to react differently to pressure as compared to hydrogen, meaning you're going to have to have a lot more pressure to try to hold in hydrogen as compared to oxygen. And also the the thing, and I can't give it away, unfortunately, on this show due to, um, interestingly enough, an NDA uh, that there's a lawyer who heard my idea and he doesn't want me to say anything yet because he wants wants to work on... um, Developing it again, that was actually one of the reasons I spoke to the UCLA scientist slash doctor. But there's going to be a whole new way of using what you're bringing up, which is a, which is a step in the right direction. But you're actually missing something huge. And, and, and it's something that literally I don't know why, but literally nobody's ever thought about. I, I'm shocked that nobody's ever thought about it. Um, but there's going to be definitely something. But it's along those lines. So you're, you're kind of thinking the right along the right line. OK. Um, but there's going to be some other things that are going to actually make it work extremely better and actually work. It's really hard to build that kind of pressure. Though you, I think it's possible. Yeah. I do think we could have a pressurized chamber, use hydrogen. Um, and I do think that it would have positive effects, much like oxygen therapy. But there's something that I think will literally blow the socks off that cool. method. So cool. it's pretty exciting. All right. I'm looking forward to that. Well, my friend, I think we covered just about everything. Um, Of course, I'll think of more stuff, but everything that was on my list, at least we've covered in exactly two hours and one minute. So I'm going to close with uh, one final question for you, Greg, the Hydrogen Man. Uh, Who have been three teachers or teachings in your life in general that have influenced uh, the work that you do, your mission that you might share with us? Wow. Um, You know, that's a tough one. I mean, I like, gosh. I mean, there is one guy. I'm going to give him a little, little bit of props. Um, have you heard of a guy named Dr. Gregor? No, haven't. Um, I like that guy. Give him a little shout out. He's uh, he's on a YouTube channel called NutritionFacts.org. I mean, the reason I like him is because he shows a lot of scientific data. And again, I like the data, um, and I've used some of the data to develop some of my protocols. So, I mean, he's been really great. But for the most part, to be honest, it's really weird. I don't think I've really had anybody. Um, really be a really, really good like mentor or guide for me. I really had to develop these things on my own. Um, I mean, I am thankful just in general to the Japanese. My goodness, those guys have done so much amazing work in, in the world of hydrogen. And if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't have really realized that there's different ways of making hydrogen and that there's better ones, safer ones than others. They really, really hyper-focused on that. And at first, it was something that I didn't even think about. I just was thinking, how do I get hydrogen? That's all I was thinking. And, and I didn't realize the difference in, in making it differently. So I think overall, just very thankful to the Japanese, the, the gentleman who wanted to develop this device for his daughter with the Lou Gehrig disease. He was a really big inspiration because of how much effort he put in also. And I was able to learn a lot, actually, from him. 
and this company in general. And, um, and you know, beyond that, probably just people who we never got to meet. You know, I love reading the, the ancient scriptures, whether it's a lot of the teachings of Jesus and Buddha and Krishna. And a lot of that stuff's been really quite grateful, you know, great stuff that I'm grateful for. And, and probably above all, you know, although I have very wonderful people in my life, I will say I just feel like spirit. You know, that's one of the reasons I really like to meditate. Spirit just seems to have just the knowledge and intelligence or the wisdom is like not even close. I mean, so far beyond, um, I feel like a little monkey compared to it. Um, I just feel like <laughs> I really do. You know, I just feel like such a silly kid sometimes in that regard. And the, the, the wisdom that comes from that. And so ever since that, I've read a lot of books and done a lot of things. But actually, I always fall back on that. I, I have so much more faith in spirit than I have in um, any one person particularly. Although I love to uh, learn from everybody and any scientific data I can get my hands on. But I don't know if that answers your question. It does. Yeah. It does, 100%. I, I share your sentiment there. Um, sometimes we have great messengers and teachers in the human form, but ultimately there is one who has all knowledge, you know, um, however you choose to identify that one. I just call it God because it's just easy to spell, but you know, there's baggage for some people with that, with that word. So call it what you will. There's no doubt there's something there. Uh, you know, just try to, I always say like, go to bed if you're an atheist and God bless you. If you, if you are, I have no judgment, but let's say you're an atheist who doesn't want to be one. Just go to bed one night, close your eyes, fall asleep. And in the morning, contemplate what it was that breathed you to life all night. It's something, it's some, we don't know what it is, but it seems to care about us. If it does something like that, you know, I could go on and on. The acorn becomes the oak tree. How, you know, these are the questions that keep me up at night and keep me searching uh, and yearning for more truth in the spiritual realm. Um, man, thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate your generosity of time. I like to go deep in these conversations because I want to I always kind of put in my awareness the questions that I anticipate people listening will want me to ask. And that's something I really have paid attention to over the years. And even when I really, really try and I think I've nailed it all, there's one or two people will message me and say, oh man, why didn't you ask them about this and this? You know? So I, <laughs> yeah. I appreciate, you know, your generosity and helping me to really just get a great understanding of this topic. And and I think it's gonna help a lot of people, man. So thank you so much. Oh, absolutely. Hey, thank you too. It was, it was great fun talking. You had really good questions. So that was a good job. Awesome. Thank you, sir. Well, until uh, until next time, I bid you farewell, my friend. All right. Sounds good. Well, we've reached the end of the line, folks. The last stop here on the Lifestylist podcast train. I want to thank our guest, Greg, for taking the time to share his passion for hydrogen with us today. I got to say, I always love it when someone finds a lane and just bears down and learns everything they possibly can about a specific topic. So the rest of us, like you and me, can just learn about the bits that really matter directly from them rather than having to wade through all the research ourselves. So I'm stoked to find someone who just gets obsessed with something and comes to share it here on the show. And that's definitely the case with Greg, the Hydrogen Man. And I'll remind you here before we bounce, uh, make sure to take a moment to check out the Lourdes Hydrofix device at Holy Hydrogen, where you will get a discount of $100 off with the code LUKE100. The direct link there is lukestory.com slash holyhydrogen. 
You can also find this code and link in the show notes on most podcast player apps as well. As for what's to come next, I'll be back next week with Angelo Keeley from Keon, where we discuss why muscles matter and the truth about essential amino acids and protein. Now, I know that might not sound like the sexiest topic, you know, protein and amino acids, really a whole show on that. But I got to say, if you are someone who struggled to lose unwanted weight or put on extra muscle, next week's show is going to solve a lot of confusion for you because I know it did for me. I've got a very cool and incredibly knowledgeable guest on these topics again with Angelo Keeley. So until then, be blessed and be well. 